Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Lizard cream is the easiest way to tell if your loved ones have turned into a shape-shifting lizard person. Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. I'm just saying, we need a street team. We need a street team to work for free and spread the word. While you're spreading your cheeks. While you're spreading your cheeks, spread the word. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Leanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. (laughs) You gotta squat and be ready. (laughs) Balls on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. (laughs) Yes, it is. Welcome in. As the common man would say, it is common man and T-Bone on a lovely little Monday. They are both still out enjoying some of the holidays. So you got me from the Buckeye Show, Timmy Hall, hanging out with you for a few hours. And a guy I haven't done a show with in a minute, but I've got lots of friends around here, at least by association. I don't know if they'd be my friends if I wasn't working. But because there's chances to host with me, they're my friends. And Dave Biddle is my best friend right now for the next three hours. How you doing, buddy? Timmy Hall, I'm doing great. It's good to be with you. Um, Yesterday was a fantastic day of football in my world. The Bengals with the great win over the depleted Ravens. And I won my fantasy football league. So I've just been on cloud nine. Oh, the league was over? You don't have another one coming up? No. Another another week? Well, we do have another week. But in my league, the one that I run, I'm the commissioner of, we don't do playoffs. You get to do what you want to do. We do. Yeah. We do doubleheaders every week. And then best record wins. And there there you go. So I, I clinched it last night. That's good for you. That's good for you. How we are you will. doing? I- I'm doing great, man. I just want to say we'll try to stick to the common Monday script of this show where, you know, usually it would be a whole lot of college football breakdown. And I know we're in a period of time where there isn't a lot, but there are a lot of other things to talk about with Buckeye basketball that we'll do in the three o'clock hour, get you caught up on what's going on in the NHL and with the Columbus Blue Jackets. You and I famously pooled resources, and not really resources, but we were both a couple of dudes without our families looking to go to a Columbus Blue Jackets expensive playoff game. Yes, lower bowl. Yeah, lower bowl seats for the Jackets Caps series. Yeah, had a little bit yeah. of a mandate there. And yes. it didn't go our way. Did not go well. I'll always remember that. No. It was a good time. We went to BD's Mongolian Barbecue and we took in some Columbus Blue Jackets hockey and we left upset. We listened uh, to the fan and the postgame show sitting in the garage on the way out. And it's just not going well anywhere in sports right now with COVID. So we'll discuss that. We will, of course, get you caught up in the 4 o'clock hour on that game you're talking about, which we can address briefly. The Cincinnati Bengals doing a marvelous job against a very downtrodden Ravens team who's playing their third quarterback. And the Cleveland Browns, to be expected, they didn't get the job done. I think most fans felt that that was going to be impossible. Rough the way it happened, though. A two-point loss with those rushing numbers next to those passing numbers. Don't feel great about Rodgers or the Packers winning a game like that when they were handing it to you on a silver platter. But here we are. The AFC North is just wild and it's wide open. 
It really is. I mean, you know, the Bengals, that was a huge win yesterday, but they still need to win another game. And, you know, it's going to be obviously tough to beat the Chiefs, even though it's in Cincinnati. That's going to, you know, the Chiefs are favored in that game, rightfully so. And then to have to, you know, play a Browns team that could still be in it the following week in the finale in Cleveland. Um, the Bengals need to win one of those games to win the division, but they've put themselves in a great spot. Um, yesterday, I mean, you're right there. Yesterday, the Ravens were depleted. I mean, not only down to their third string quarterback, but, you know, basically their entire secondary was out, but give the Bengals credit for taking advantage of that. There's been situations like that before where they have not taken advantage of it, like against the Jets this year. Jets were down to their third string quarterback, a guy I'd never heard of. I'd at least heard of Josh Johnson because he's been playing for like 13 teams over the last well, wait, uh, however many years, and he played for the Josh Bengals. Play for the Jets in that game, and well, he played this year. He suited up for them. That was not the quarterback. I believe his name Mike was White. Mike White. Yeah, Mike White. Josh Johnson, I believe, suited up. That's I, what I believe I'm saying. He was, he was the backup. That's I don't nuts. Know if, I don't know if he actually played though. Um, but yeah, man, that was a big win by the Bengals. And as for the Browns, that's the thing. They just got to. I mean, Chubb is so good. I, I love watching him run. Um, and if you're a Packer fan, I think you've got to, I know we're looking at it from the Browns perspective, but you touched on this. If you're a Packer fan, I'm not feeling great right now. I feel like, you know, they're probably going to have the number one seed. You feel great about that. But Baker Mayfield throws four interceptions. You're at home and you win by two points over the Cleveland Browns. And yeah. really the Bengals took him into overtime this year. Really should have won that game against the Packers. Obviously the Packers are good. That's not what I'm, I'm not saying. No, they're I not. Know. But the idea the Packers are, are now like the, the runaway favorite in the uh, NFC. I can't get there. They didn't look that good against the Browns. If Baker Mayfield throws four interceptions and you're the Green Bay Packers playing at home, you should win that game by double digits, <laughs> right? Uh, bids. I don't think anyone in the NFL should be feeling all that good. Unless you're Tom Brady, you're probably just going to win another Super Bowl. Or the Chiefs. That's the way this thing is going to end. Oh, I don't even the know Chiefs. about the Chiefs. They are, they are looking good, of course. There's no denying that, but it just doesn't feel like it's anyone. So I want to talk some Buckeye football here to get the ball rolling with uh, the Rose Bowl being this week. But but first, Christmas has come and gone, and I uh, I, I would just like to announce I, I found something out about myself. I was monitoring this situation for the last year and change, and I want to say right here, right now, today... I have finally officially made the switch from size large men's clothing to extra large men's clothing. Out of boy, out of boy. That's just that's obviously as Hayden knows, obviously from all the weights that he's been pumping, it has nothing to do with the food that he's been eating. It's that these muscles he's been putting on. You look swole, Tim. Do I? Is yeah, that look, the is that you, the word? You're like jacked. I could see the veins popping through the, the hoodie. steroids. Are, that's, as Jose Canseco said, I mean they they work. That's because Jose, Jose, what do you what can you tell us about steroids? They work. Kind of puffs up. Just there. look at you, man. Yeah, th- this the steroids is, are working for you. This is the size large right here that you're looking at me at, and I will describe this to you. It is it is a script Buckeye hoodie. Very impressed with the garment itself. I didn't have any official Nike-branded Ohio. I, I had a couple, but I needed more, right? Like, I host the Buckeye show. I need some Nike-branded Ohio State like, gear. Like the so gear that the players yes, and coaches come yes. out with when they meet with us in the and, media. And Sometimes I, I'm like, can I have one of those? Yes, and I contend that the basketball team should adopt the script Buckeye unis as their official uniforms. If we love the throwbacks so much, well, guess what? You once used those as your official uniforms. You can again. If they're just that much better and they look solid, then just go with that. And the different colors, throw them in. So I got I got the hoodie, and I just realized it's a little tight. And I know all the big brands are making it different, but it's not just this one. This one, it's it's snug, and I, I would like the XL. But my wife also then got me a T-shirt 
and that one's in size large. And you know, Bids, I don't know if your wife shops on Etsy, and there's all these different shops, and there's all these different t-shirt vendors out there, different brands, different styles, but I feel like 85% are going to this smaller, shorter sleeve, Mark Cuban, Euro cut style, and it was a, it was a Ted Lasso screen print, <laughs> screen print shirt. I like it. It was the... Uh, it was the Mexican player who plays for the club where he just says football is life all the time. It was it's that guy on the shirt. I put it on and I was frightened. I was frightened of what smedium, I saw. The Smedium oh. is now back. How about Mark Cuban using him in as, as an example? He's got to love that. He used to be chubby Mark Cuban. Now he's in you know very. He's been in good shape for a long time. Well, Timmy, congratulations for making the jump. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, you're a, Are you're, you with you're me right extra now? Extra large man. I float back and forth between extra large and double X. Oh. Then again, I, I tend to. I don't oh. need. I don't really don't need double X. I tend to like you know stuff like sweatshirts a little too big. Um, it's just hoodies. like a classic fit. That's then, all. The problem with the hoodies then 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 the hood itself is then too big. <laughs> it's my. I don't have like a huge head. You know. It's like. I, my head is too small for my body. I'm six foot three, two hundred and twenty five pounds, and I've got kind of a smallish head. And that you know what? You know what? Everybody's everyone that I say this to, I have this it almost sounds like a bit, but it's not a bit. It's just an observation that I feel I'm right about. Who are all of these rhinoceros, bulbous head sized people for half the shirts? That are being pulled off of racks. You can't put a t-shirt on a hanger because the idiot who's taking it off just rips the collar open on the top when they pull the hanger out. I always take the hanger off the shirt myself when I go to buy something because the minute I hear those threads on the collar start to tear, well, then I'm, I'm looking like I'm wearing some kind of 1980s style of shirt where my shoulder blade's going to pop out of the collar. I just can't take it. I cannot take it. You're getting pretty fired up about this. I hate it. I hate a lot of things about the packaging, about the garments. Why we? My son got some socks for Christmas, right? Like a big pack of socks. It was stuffed in there. Everyone gets some socks, right? That's the thing that happens. Why? Why are we putting so much plastic into the sock packaging? What are we doing? Get a little recyclable bag Get a little like adhesive piece of recyclable cardboard, paper, something. Why like 10 pieces of plastic to keep it all together? You got nubbins all over the place. (laughs) 10 billion nubbins got lost in homes over Christmas. Stuff like that is annoying. I will say the most annoying thing, being a parent, is any type of toy comes with, like, I mean, it's like a maze trying to get that thing open. Oh. I got to get, like, oh, let me get the scissors. I better get the Bowie knife, actually. I, mean, I better get something a little stronger. Like this, this, this plastic is, is just, you know, the best defense ever. It feels like you're trying to open up something that's metal or something. Um, the packaging yeah. that the knife usually comes in is indestructible. <laughs> you can't even get the knife out of the package. The it's knife. like that triple-walled plastic, right? You need to get your chainsaw out just to get this thing, just to get the, the, the pocket knife removed. Well, the knife is already out, is the point. The knife is already either on display. My, my dad literally has a Bowie knife on the on the wall. Like, not in a case. Wow. Just, like, on this. It's a really nice setup. Just stab But you literally, toys. it's on the wall. You literally yeah. can just go pick it up. He also has, like, old-school, like, guns, you know, that obviously are not loaded. You, you gotta but, watch. Like, antique gun. My, my wife hates this when we go over there. And there's, like, he's got, like, an, they're antique guns that are not loaded, but she hates it. I kind of find it funny. He's a gun guy. My dad is yeah, he's a, he's a, he's an old guy. He's 83 years old. He used to hunt. He grew up, you know, he grew up as a hunter. His dad was a hunter. Um, so, yeah, he, he, he likes, likes his old school guns, his antique guns. You got to watch, though. You know, even when you're knifing open your packaging, 
You know, if someone puts a T-shirt too close to the top of the box and you, like, stick the knife in to, you know, get that triple-line tape off the top of the package, and then you wind up slicing your shirt. Oh, I thought you were going to say, then, or did you ruin the toy? I've done that, well, yeah. too. I get yeah, to, stab I get, into I get the, the toy. I get too big of a knife out, and then I just, hey, I got it out. Good news, girls. Or your hand, God but forbid, just, while you're trying to open stuff. I just cut Barbie in half, though. I just decapitated Barbie. I did get it open, though. Oh, you can get a new head. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Going. Judy! Go online, get a new head. That head's going to be in packaging that you can't open. You remember the Curb episode with Judy getting, you know, where they took Judy's head off, Larry David? Yes. Oh, yes. gosh. I, re- I, I can't believe that show is. I can't believe that show is still on, and it's great. It's still great. J.B. Smoove is the funniest character on TV right now. I was watching that show with my mom when I was still in the house. It's crazy how in long that show has been. 2001, I guess. I believe that's when it came out. I mean, it's, the 20, <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. the 20th year, but only like maybe the 10th season or 9th season, because Larry David does whatever he wants to. All right, while well, Big is here because his day job is everything Buckeyes, mostly Buckeye football, but he was just telling me before the show how excited he was to go and cover a Buckeye basketball game today. Updates on that. It's not happening, you may have heard. We'll have more to that story. And what's the latest with Buckeye football as they are getting ready for the Rose Bowl. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle are in. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Oh, hello. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Some fans drink the Kool-Aid. These guys drink the bleach. This is Man and Bone. All right, the boys are still enjoying a little bit of AK. I'm Timmy Hall. He's Dave Biddle, and we got a lot of Buckeye things to talk about, man. We got the Rose Bowl coming up on Saturday. This is your world. This is your life. Now you're not going, right? Because here you are, and you were telling me you were looking forward to covering some Buckeye basketball tomorrow because you're going to be in town. Not heading out to California. Well, I told you I was going to be covering some Ohio State basketball tomorrow. Um, our other guys that work for Bucknuts are going to be in L.A. Steve leaves today. Steve Hellwagon, Patrick Murphy arrived last night. I made the decision to stay back here in the capital city of Ohio uh, and not make the trip to L.A. All right. People might think I'm crazy for doing that. That's fine. <laughs> You're a family man. It's around the holidays, too. It's You don't have you, to. I get it. I well, get there's it, already horror stories out there. I, you know, I mean... I tell you what, flights are getting canceled. Guys that I'm on the beat with, I'm not going to name, I don't know if they want their personal information out there, but guys that I know well on the beat, you know, flights got canceled last night, guys going out, they're just stranded in the airport. I, I oh, I, I feel I, I bad know, for them. I, I know exactly I, who you're talking I, about. I, I bet wanna, he's enjoying yeah. some airport beers. Yes. Plenty. They're, well, it's probably a, all dried up. Well, there. I don't know if we are talking about the same person then. Um, but uh, yeah, I figured I figured well, flights only were going to be an absolute mess. I figured it'd be an absolute <laughs> mess. But anyway, um, yeah, I was going to cover Ohio State basketball tomorrow night. That got canceled. Now COVID continues to affect college basketball and really sports in general. Um, I don't know about you, Timmy. I mean, I knew we're, we're going to be living with COVID. It's not going to be you know doctors are united saying this is not going to go away. We're going to be dealing with this. But I didn't think it was going to get to this point where we were going to get to. Obviously, it's not as bad as what it was last year. The Rose Bowl wasn't even played in Pasadena last year. It was played 
at the Cotton Bowl, and I believe without fans there. So it's better than what it was last year, but with you know games getting canceled like Ohio State basketball and everything that happened, I thought we were past that. Hopefully we can get through this last, uh, hopefully this is like the last surge, so to speak, and we don't we'll have to deal with this in the sports world anymore. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy right now. Yeah, you say that it's not as bad as last year. I think that depends on what factors you're looking at. Because I'm sitting here as a Buckeye basketball fan, it, it is worse than last year. They had two blips. Alabama A&M couldn't make it. And the Penn State game got postponed. The entire Big Ten schedule of 20 games got played. They bubbled in the NCAA tournament. The only bad thing that happened was Oral Roberts. And that was out there on the court. That was pretty bad. And Kyle Young kept getting elbowed in the face. And he wasn't healthy to go for him. But I'm, uh, I'm a freaking mess right now. I am. I'm a nervous mess about everything that's going on. Even the bowl games last year, they got moved around. But we didn't see this many that are just straight up getting canceled. And they're just looking for fill-in teams. Last second, Rutgers step up. Dear God, will somebody play Washington State? It's just an NHL game. We're supposed to play tonight. We're supposed to play tomorrow. No, no, no Buckeye basketball game tomorrow. Nothing's getting played. The NFL is just limping along right now. It was way worse for football, though. It's interesting. You make a good point about basketball. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, you make a good point there. Um, it actually right now is worse for basketball. I tend to think it, it won't be. I think basketball will get through this. For football, it was much worse last year. I mean, Ohio State played a total of eight games last year. Three of them were postseason games. That's <laughs> one of the craziest stats ever to me. Ohio State played five regular season games last year and three postseason games. I'm including the Big Ten Championship game, of course, as a postseason game you know and even leading up to the Alabama game they could not practice they practiced once in between the win over Clemson and the Alabama game in the national championship game that several key players out of the national championship game Alabama had none Alabama had you know went through the whole season last year without any players having COVID which is still one of the most well, when you never tested for exactly it. I was gonna make a joke <laughs> right. there yeah. that a miracle? The SEC, wow, guys. Man. miracle down there in Tuscaloosa oh they just weren't testing um and we're still on the honor system Timmy what there's nobody at the college football playoff that is a doctor or a nurse going around testing all these players. Everybody is on the honor system. So if you're Georgia or you're Alabama, or you're Michigan or you're Cincinnati, especially the first two, I, I would imagine, and you get it, you know, your star player test positive and he's yeah, a, he's asymptomatic yeah. and he's I know. and he's let's say he's vaccinated. Are you really going to and turn him in, so to speak? I bet they wouldn't. And why are we on the honor system for something like this? Shouldn't there be something a little more, you know, uniform? Something I had a problem with last year. Felt like Ohio State was being a little uh, too honest while their opponents were not. Or it was a case where it was only hitting Ohio State and not Alabama at all, which, you know, that's a little hard to believe. So we'll see what happens, man. It's a mess right now. Let me uh, give the people some of the Holt man. Chris Holtman had his radio show here today on the fan from noon to one. It was a mere 30 minutes after the release, after the announcement came out that they couldn't play tomorrow. It is their third straight non-conference game. And by all accounts, it, I mean, it doesn't look... I know they, they tried right off the heels of not having the Kentucky game fit in. He mentioned on his last week's radio show, he was talking to Coach Cal and trying to do whatever they could to find a spot. But non-conference games and you got to put the Big Ten play above everything else, probably not going to get in. So you're looking at Sunday now on the road at Nebraska... And here was Chris Holtman about not being able to play this game against New Orleans tomorrow. Ultimately, what it came down to was, um, you know, we just did not have, uh, we just didn't have the numbers to be able to play a game this quickly after Christmas. We practiced with five guys yesterday, uh, only four of which uh, are, are, are eligible to play. So, um, 
you know, there's it's limited what you can do. So guys are slowly returning from their um, the the COVID uh, return to play protocols that are in place uh, um, by our university by the CDC. Um, and while we were hopeful that we could play on the 28th, um, it's just there's there's. I think that was probably a little too optimistic on, on on our part, on my part, to think that we could be able to uh, get these guys back. It's too bad, and I feel for him. And you hear that there. Five guys for practice yesterday. That's all good for burgers and fries. He took the words right out of my mouth, or, right? Or if you're Norman Dale, right? Yeah. Hoosiers trying to win a game. That's plenty of depth for him when he usually goes with four yeah. on the court. But. Not here in the Big Ten or not in, you know, Division One college basketball and only four were going to be eligible for the game. That's, I feel for these guys, man. I want them to be able to play. I want them to be able to compete and, and go out there and win some ball games. Who the heck knows how they're going to look now with the long layoff. This is a college bowl season type layoff now for the basketball team. And these are the stat padding games, Tim Hall. If you're a, ba- a Buckeye basketball player, you're playing New Orleans, you're thinking, <laughs> uh, so whatever my averages are going up in this game. Yes. You know, if you're Cedric Russell, you're thinking, okay, I can get 20. <laughs> you know, like, if Holtman actually plays me as much as he should. He's probably played those guys uh, before, coming uh, from Louisiana. Probably has, yeah. Um, I mean, that guy, I mean, obviously their defense was phenomenal against Duke, but there's no way they beat Duke without uh, without him. And hopefully, no way. Hopefully he continues no to play a bigger role. Holtman, it's got to be a thing where he's either not a good practice player or he was in the doghouse or both because he can definitely score and they need guards that can score. So, yeah, Timmy, my first reaction was going to be, you know what, of these games that are getting canceled, the only one that I really cared about was the Kentucky game. But to your point, it's such a long layoff now. And like I just said, it is nice, you know, all joking aside, for these guys to pad their stats a little bit against the, you know, the lesser opponents, especially when you're going to go into this grueling Big Ten schedule where you're not going to get any non-conference games, especially none against easy teams. So it's disappointing. Um, but you got to love where the team is. Overall, ranked 13th in the country, which is interesting. That came out today. They moved yeah, they from 15th to 13th. And if you look at the Vegas odds, which I tend to do uh, early Sunday morning every week uh, as we prep for On the Money, um, interestingly enough, Ohio State has the 13th best odds to win the national championship, according to Vegas. So very rarely does that line up. We're 13th no, best odds to win the national championship, and you're ranked 13th in the country by the AP. All right. We didn't do much of it here, so we'll do it more in the next segment where we'll take a, a deeper look at Buckeye football specifically in their preparation for the Rose Bowl game and what what is the latest with this game getting in. They're out there, so we will discuss that. I'm Timmy Hall. He's Dave Biddle. filling in today. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The number one show in the world, according to the Panama TED Internet Research Group. That doesn't make sense. This is Man and Bone. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle. Filling in today, they call him Mr. Bids. I'm going to stick around for another hour and a half after the show is done because we got a Buckeye show to give you because 
we can't play any sports right now. We're supposed to have games tonight, tomorrow night, Thursday night. Hold the phone on Thursday. Hopefully we're going to have that. We'll talk more about the Jackets situation and the NHL in the next segment with the Players Association agreeing to some taxi squad. Look, they had to do something with taxi squads, right? You got to have all hands on deck. Well, I mean, look at what the NFL, the NFL is forcing you to play with guys off the streets, not even in your organization. A guy shows up, he's there for two minutes. It's go out there and be the starting quarterback. And just, just go, go ahead. Anyway, we don't care what happens. Yeah. And look at you pulling double duty here today. It's the holidays, du- man. You're, you're like, you remind me of, misery. You remind me of like Diamante train. And when he was in high school playing running back and linebacker, Good get for the Buckeyes. Nice segue. Nice little uh, cri- get. Nice little Christmas gift for the Buckeyes. Getting Diamante training him to How transfer that, from Arizona State to Ohio State. Ohio State originally recruited him out of Akron Hoban, where he led them to three state titles. Again, two way star. They recruited him as a linebacker. He wanted to play running back. Went to Arizona State. He was a member of the uh, the twenty twenty class um, and was a four star prospect. Went to Arizona State. Was there for two years. Played running back. He's transferring to Ohio State, of course, because of the uh, new rule. It does not have to sit out a year. Will be eligible right away for the Buckeyes. So a good get there. We'll see. Hasn't played linebacker at the collegiate level, but Timmy Hall. If you watch his film in high school, his running back film was very impressive. You know, it's more impressive than that. His film is a linebacker. I mean, he's a heat seeking missile. He's one of those guys where you watch his film and you th- you think, man, how many times is he gonna get tar? Uh, called for targeting, you know? <laughs> which is I, I I say that is a good thing because you don't have to worry about him being physical. You know, there was a lot of talk about Ohio State being soft on defense this year, and frankly, they were uh, at times in key moments. Uh, you don't have to worry about that with him. He is uh, far from uh, having to worry about him being uh, non physical. He's a very very physical player. And I think it's a good gift for the Buckeyes. I, I do want to say real quick uh, as far as some things that are still to come on this show in about an hour at four thirty three. And I looked at their feature sheet for what was to go on today, and it really just said, it, it said, do the rundown at five o'clock and then do the back page. You know, these are their staple segments at the end of the show, which is usually when I come in for crosstalk and Bone does those little stories. But I so badly wanted to do a 433 edition of Yikes. Oh, we double, we double boinged right there. Triple H had it ready. And I had it ready as well. Fantastic. I'm good on the soundboard, but no, you you keep your trigger finger ready because I'm not going to want to do it for the segment. So we'll each bring three things that just made us say yikes this weekend. And now he doesn't do it. There we go. So <laughs> on on the linebacker, what you were just saying. Yeah. It's extremely interesting. You know, I was I've long since been at the point for steel chambers where you could leave the jokes aside about linebacker room so messy where you had to go and pull a running back over to do the job right for you. He's a full-blown linebacker now. The Steel Chambers story is a cool story now. It's, oh, you know what? It's all full in this position group, but you're a great football player in another area. Instead of just sitting there behind guys and wasting away your career, we got some needs Let's do this. And you played there in high school. Yeah, Yeah, and you played there there in high school. school. Right. It's still interesting, though, that you're going back to that well because I don't know if if you would bat a thousand at bringing guys who are already a couple years down the road at one position as a college football player in a major conference and then asking them to switch. Some, you know, you say the high school film is awesome. A lot of the four and five stars high school film just naturally looks awesome. That's why they get picked for schools at this level here. 
I'm, I'll have hopes. I mean, I'll have high hopes for this. They, they must see something in him. Of course, he's all in on the move, or we wouldn't even be discussing this right now. Well, you know how you are when you're 17 years old, and you have your mindset on doing something. Like, I want to be a running back, and that's just how, how it was. They always wanted him, Ohio State did, as a linebacker, um, and he was dead set. And, you know, it, you can understand that. What's more of a glorious position? You know, definitely being a running back. I mean, you can get a lot of glory playing linebacker, too. Just look around this room at some of the, the jerseys we have hanging up in this room with uh, with Bobby Carpenter and A.J. Hawk and James Laurinaitis and others. But still, running back is still more of a uh, kind of a marquee position. So you can understand when you're a 17-year-old kid saying, no, I, I want to be a running back, period. If you don't want me as a running back, I'm going to go here. Okay. Got to score touchdowns, But I credit him now, now that he's realized, you know what, this is my this is my best path. And, you know, he's coming home. He's coming home to Ohio and... You know, we'll see. You're right. Let's let's wait and see. Let's not give him the Butkus Award yet, but I do think he's going to be able to help this defense, and I love their new defensive coordinator, Jim Knowles. It's exactly what I wanted. I wanted them to go outside the program and find the best that they could find. Timmy, as you know, Oklahoma State is a program known for all offense, no defense, right? They are the number three total defense in the country this year. So the Buckeyes getting a good one and paying him a lot of money. And real quick on the Rose Bowl, I know Buckeye fans are probably wondering, is anybody opting no, out? let's talk about no, the Rose no, Bowl. Nothing is official yet, um, but... From everything I'm hearing, Garrett Wilson's not going to play in this game. And if That's you're, not a shocker. If, if you're Ryan Day, why, why would you announce that to the world? Ohio State's not going to make this official. Um, but I'm hearing Garrett Wilson will not play. Um, I'm hearing Chris Olave probably will. Um, so that's, okay. that's good news. A couple other guys to keep an eye on that maybe are on the fence might not play that I'm, I've, I've been hearing. Basically, I was just, I'll just say what I've been told from sources. Keep an eye on Haskell Garrett. Keep an eye on Nick Petit-Ferrer. There's a chance they could not play. Um, but it sounds like Garrett Wilson definitely won't play. Chris Olave will. And maybe a couple other guys are on the fence everybody else should play there's some word that cam brown got banged up in practice nothing serious but that could put his um his status in jeopardy for the rose bowl but at least cam brown is coming back next year so the buckeyes will have both of their starting starting corners with cam brown who i thought played well when he was healthy this year and denzel burke who was a revelation as a true freshman so getting both your corners back next year that's huge for the buckeyes and getting this new defensive coordinator in timmy i love that for ohio state i give a lot of credit to ryan day to gene smith for opening up the checkbook and the boosters for probably helping that situation out they're paying this man basically two million dollars a year and three-year contract um give them a lot of credit for that well bids on the rose bowl front and correct me if you are hearing differently but on either side not a lot of word coming out about COVID disruptions for Utah or Ohio State here. You mentioned some injuries. Yeah, knock knock on the table. No, I know, but look, do do not you do not blame me. I'm just a talk show host trying to do the job the talk here. Show jinx. For any, no. don't even the that, that doesn't jinx. exist right now. No, it's it not does, a real thing. This is not like the free throw thing or a field goal thing. It doesn't exist right now with what this variant is doing all throughout sports i think everyone is holding their breath the exact same way you get you know three or four days out from a game you're just hoping that things stay the same and you can get the thing played but so far so good or i'm not seeing anything reported anywhere yeah you know both teams got in last night um that's that's good they're there now and i'm not sure again it's it's the honor system it's not like the rose bowl is going to be testing that <laughs> you're on the honor system so we'll see how often these guys are being tested right again though i mean if you're they'll, they'll keep sick if players you're, va- out, if I'm if sure. you're a vaccinated yeah. player and you're asymptomatic or, or do you need to be tested i mean i would say no i would say no but i you know i i'm, I'm not uh, certainly not a doctor but again you're a young player you're vaccinated you're asymptomatic um, might not even be tested um, now, they did cancel Rose Bowl Media Day. Now, sometimes 
they'll do stuff like that that is under the guise of because of COVID that really would have, you know, there, there's really nothing. I mean, you'd be outside, you'd be far away enough from the players where you could ask them questions. There's really not a big, everybody would, would be wearing masks. They just didn't want to deal with it, so they canceled Rose Bowl media. Why do it? So yeah. I feel, I feel bad for it? my colleagues who went all the way out there, and basically there's like really no media availability, but uh, more time to hang out in LA. That's I think not you'll a bad be fine. Thing. Yeah. I, think they'll, I think they'll be okay. Dealing with airports again is a mess right now. I've, again, I have friends on the beat that their flight was canceled last night, stuck in airports it's just what a mess um still trying to get to la as we speak so uh but the you know to your point so far so good with the rose bowl i mean with especially with everything else that's going on we haven't heard a peep um hopefully both teams are at full strength and um you know and they'll be able to play the game sounds like there's no doubt they're going to play the game um but hopefully we don't have like a last minute thing where certain key players can't play yeah i just i i think about the ticket situation that was sort of going on late last week where it was pointed out how if you were someone that was tracking this maybe you knew every step of the way as the prices were dropping but since the beginning of December and to that spot last week, and I haven't looked since then, the ticket market, the price overall had dropped for the get-in, and Utah fans had been buying up their entire allotment and then some. So you just know naturally that this is a game that's going to matter. The edge factor, who it matters more to, I got to slide that over to the Utes. For never having been in this game before. That's the it's fan a big base, deal though. for them. And I'll touch on this later. And yikes. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll touch on this in much more detail. <laughs> but one thing people are getting confused or conflated, as, as I should say, is, you know, don't confuse Ohio State fans not going to the Rose Bowl with the players not being motivated. And don't confuse the fans. I've heard people say Ohio State fans don't care. I, I don't know a Buckeye fan who's not going to be watching this game. Every Buckeye fan I know is going to be tuned in watching this game from start to finish. There's a difference between caring about the game and paying all the money to drive, to fly all the way to LA when maybe you were just there three years ago. And to your point, for Utah, this is their Super Bowl for their fans. Now, their players probably as well, but I, the, the feeling I get, I, I, Ohio State's players, and we were up there for Bull Media Day, Timmy, uh, at the WAC, They're on ready. campus They're media hungry. day. They seem yeah. to be yeah. very motivated. They're sick of people calling them soft. They're sick of hearing about the Michigan game. So you're right. The fan base for Utah might be more motivated, especially to travel. But um, I don't think that reflects how Ohio State's players feel. And frankly, I don't think it reflects how the fan base as a whole feels. Ohio State's fans just aren't wanting to pay $10,000 round trip to take their family out there. Um, but Buckeye fans will be watching this game in droves. I guarantee you that. All right. The NHL and NHLPA have agreed to some temporary changes to the CBA. What's it going to do to help this COVID situation? We're going to discuss that and what the CBJ's outlook is for this week. That's next. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle in for Man and Bone on the fan. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle hanging out with you guys today. We will have a Buckeye show coming up at 6 o'clock as well. Tyvis Powell is going to hang out with me. 
and some other fan guests, some other guys from around the uh, station will pop in as well as we'll we'll get it done. I'm ju- I'm just recruiting. I just wanted some help for today. Just doing some uh, some Mark Pantoni. Just doing some recruiting. That's right, man. Fan recruiting. I don't know if you're on his level, man. No, I I don't think I do as much as Mark Pantoni does. That guy's like the the dean of Buckeye football. Yeah, he's so young looking. It's it's hard, it's difficult to call him a dean, but he is. He's the best at what he does in the country. I really I firmly believe that. Not that I've studied every recruiting coordinator in the country, but I'd have a I'd be, But how could it you'd be? You'd be right? hard pressed yeah. to find someone better. You could say, "Well, what about Alabama?" Okay, fine. They they've been the one program that maybe, well not maybe. They've if you rank the last 10 classes, you know, and you you combine them together, Alabama would be one, Ohio State would be two when you're talking about recruiting rankings. But I think Ohio State's success has more to do with Pantone than Alabama's re- recruiting coordinator. I think they had some built-in advantages and playing for Saban, um, you know, very attractive when you're playing for the best college football coach in the history of the game. Pains me to say it, but it's clearly true. But yeah, Mark Pantone, best at what he does. And I think the same is true for Mickey Marotti. There's been some talk that Mickey Marotti needs to, you know, get more into the sports science. There's been some criticism. I think people, you never heard any cri- criticism about Mick. All of a sudden, they lose to Michigan, and everybody's not everybody, but I've heard some people say, well, he's not really into the sports science stuff. Now, if that's true, I think the sports science stuff is really interesting, and if other programs are doing that and it's working, it is something maybe he should look into, but um, I do find it funny, because Mick is known as like the best at what he does. <laughs> they, they have one ten and 2 season, now people are questioning Mick, and maybe there's something to it. That's I don't how know. it goes, man. I don't know, yeah, but that's I, the life. I, have, you know, I have faith in Mick, and certainly have a lot of faith in Mark Pantone. Ohio State and everything that they build over there, and if you've ever taken a walk around the Woody, it does not feel like a place where science and technology is going to be ignored, <laughs> right? <laughs> it feels, right. feels very much like they will be and will continue to be on the cutting edge of anything that is sports or performance related. Well, so I've got all the faith in the world that when new things come out that athletes should be doing, how they should be eating and working out, dieting. We know I, I feel that they're going to have a pretty good grip on that. Yeah, they've always He's been cutting be edge Michigan, over there. Plain and simple. That's all you got to do. You just yeah. have to win the game. And they've been, yeah, Michigan wins one game in 10 years and people are freaking out. I get it. You never can lose to Michigan. Yeah, but come I freaked on. Out. Come on. It was, it, I it's, freaked what, out. If it becomes a pattern, huge problem. I don't think it will be. In fact, I think Ohio State's going to get revenge in a big way if in you 2022. Listen. But we'll see. If you don't freak out, then there's a problem. Right. Maybe you're supposed to yell at Coach Mick for doing things wrong. Maybe that's the natural reaction is to just point your finger around and blame. Then they'll start working harder, and then they'll get pissed off because of it, and then they'll go out and have a nice finish to the 2000. 21 campaign here by beating Utah. Yeah, and like I said, real quick, they've always been cutting edge. Like I had never heard, now we've, we hear this a lot, but I had never heard till a few years ago, maybe about five years ago, we were over there like, yeah, so-and-so's running 23.3 miles an hour when we're testing. I had never heard that about a football player talking about in miles per hour rather than he runs a 4440, 4.43. They're like, yeah, he's the fastest guy on our team, runs 23.2 miles per hour. And they're saying, they they had the sensors on the guys, you know, they they can monitor, you know, their hamstrings if they had bad hamstrings. Um, and, all kinds of stuff that's cutting edge. So I, I have a hard time believing that Coach Mick is ignoring sports science, but um, we shall see. I still think they have the best strength coach in the country. All right. So as we look at the NHL and we look at the Columbus Blue Jackets, we're supposed to be playing a game here tonight against the Maple Leafs, supposed to be playing a game tomorrow against the Chicago Blackhawks. Next on the docket will be three days from now, Thursday the 30th, home game against 
the boys from the Music City, the Nashville Predators. So hopefully that gets done. But uh, all of this is just a stay tuned, wait and see. But you want the bit of Jackets news specifically or what the NHL and the NHLPA have agreed to do? What do you want first? I want Jackets first. So the Jackets have started to assemble more of their team to get ready for this with the taxi squad. More on that in a second. And... uh, they recalled Josh Dunn and Tyler Sakura from the Cleveland Monsters. That's their, uh, everybody knows, that's our AHL affiliate here. That was announced by Yarmo today. Dunn, he is a two-year entry-level contract guy. He signed with the Blue Jackets in March of this year. So he's a newbie. Four penalty minutes, seven shots in a half dozen games in the 2021 season and Sakura is a 29 year old kid. He was a, he was signed by the jackets to a one year two way contract in July of this year. And he's got uh, a line of six, five and 11 with the monsters, 17 penalty minutes plus four, 24 appearances in this current season. So these are the types of guys that you have to have on standby to get the job done right now. Yeah. And if you're, they have all those rec leagues out at the chiller beer leagues, if you will, if you're in one of those leagues and you're like really good in the rec league, you got to be thinking in the back of your mind, this is my chance of making the NHL. If this continues to go this way. Well, yeah, they had the flooring. I, I, could, I could get called up from the rec league at the chiller to play in some NHL games. They had the, the flooring guy or the carpenter who was ready to go in was that their game in Dallas Triple H? Oh no, the, that was uh, Dallas's E Bug. So huh? the emergency backup goalie, they have those on deck at a uh, right, right at every NHL arena. That was going to be for the Jackets though, because Elvis and because Elvis were and Corby were sick. Yeah, and then we you had Tarasov. Uh, yeah, so there was a potential where that. The dude who was just, I think he was friends with Brad Larson. Well, no, Brad, Brad Larson. Larson knew a guy in the <laughs> Dallas Metro. Well, because Dallas, or because Brad Larson was in the Colorado Avalanche organization where this guy at one point was an e-bug for Colorado. Right, right. So, yeah, that's but it was, it was Larson's connection, though, I want to say. Not well, no, someone because from he was, the stars. No, it was Dallas's e-bug. He okay. Was, yeah. Larson just happened to know him, too. Yeah, it was like crazy. He's like, oh, hey. Yeah, oh, I know the guy as well. Okay, so thanks for clearing that By up. By the way, but, e-bug sounds like a virus on a computer. Yeah, you keep saying e-bug. I'm thinking. Emergency backup. What's the, bu- what's the bug? Well, just because it sounds goalie. cooler. Oh, really? Is that an actual thing, or are you just Emergency doing backup that? goalie. Emergency backup. Yeah, backup goalie. Back up. The U is the... Is the, the G? Yeah. The U is the, yeah, the U is the G. I'm, I'm, I'm down for abbreviating. You know me. The goalie is understand. the G. The, the goalie, goalie, is, goalie the G. is the G. Yes, this is Back not, up come on. goalie, B-U-G. Yeah. E-bug. E-bug. That's pretty simple. Very, we got to say things out. high level of intelligence on this yeah, show. out loud a few times to help us realize, but the NHL, they are, as we're just talking about a taxi squad, they are bringing these back. Each team is going to be allowed to have a taxi squad of up to six players to make emergency recalls from their minor league affiliate if they have an abundance of COVID-19 absences and they can't put a team out on the ice. So if you're not going to have a full lineup, you can go and have this taxi club on standby and bring guys up and down as you so as you so need. They were used during the 21 season that was shortened due to COVID, and it looks like these are going to be in effect until at least the All-Star break in early February bids. It might be beyond that as well so these new roster rules were announced 
in uh, last night's news release by the league. Yeah, I mean, I like that leagues are, and you have to do this, you know, that they're changing their protocols as they go. You've got to do that as more information comes in. But it's crazy what we're seeing in the NHL and sports in general. I mean, I follow the Chicago Bulls. I mean, they had a, a situation. They had like 10 guys out due to COVID at one point. <laughs> Couldn't play for like two weeks or something like that. So it's crazy. It's hitting every sport. Like you said, though, so far, so good with the Rose Bowl. Let's hope there's no hiccups there. Yeah, and players on the taxi squad will count as being in the minors as far as cap purposes go. And they can be there for a maximum of 20 days. Emergency recalls can be made with salary cap hits of up to a million, an increase from the $850,000 limit that there used to be. So we'll see if the Jackets can get a game in on Thursday against the Predators. For people that just want to see some hockey, want to go out there to the arena, who the heck knows if we're going to have to put some limitations on fan attendance until this variant dies out. Maybe that's the next step. I, I mean, you're trying to put two and two together. What's not being done that was clearly being done in the midst of the pandemic where we had seemingly less disruptions in terms of games being played. Now we just, it's games left and right with the border travel from U.S. to Canada. It just real seems quick, this, like a total mess. Real quick, this variant is more contagious, more but, contagious. It, but it sounds like it's a lot less deadly. So well, when you when the vaccine's out there. It's uh, that's that's what they've told us from the beginning. But that's why we're seeing more because people more people are testing positive because this one's more highly contagious. Exactly. But it's not as serious though, so it's it's such an interesting dichotomy. All right, it was a record-setting day as we get ready to talk some NFL here on the show. Record-setting day for Joe Burrow down in Cincinnati. We start diving into the weekend around the league next. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle in for Man and Bone on the Fan. Sports, conversation, and sometimes pure stupidity. It's awesome, funny, random. Your home of the Buckeyes, the fan. Ohio sports destination. Oh, hello. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle filling in for the guys here on a Monday. Hope you guys had a safe and pleasant Christmas, that Santa Claus was good to you. How are things at the house? You know what? You know what major mistake I made? And I I meant to remind you guys of this last week, but I forgot because I'm in the situation. You cannot forget trash and recycling day going into Christmas. Oh, you talk about a mental strain. Our recycling bin was overflowing, and it came on Wednesday last week. Me, nor the wife, it's got to be me, let's be honest, for nobody. <laughs> Do not invoke her name. There's maybe been one, t- of divorce. one time ever that she rolled, and it's not like we live on some estate where it's a long, winding driveway. I see a lot of our friendly listeners when I'm out of the mailbox. You can just wave to me from the streets if you ever see me. But, yeah, we didn't do it, and boom, stuck. Ugh. Stuck. There are so many boxes, I'm just going to have to cut them down and leave a 
It's going to take me 30 minutes because I can't just throw made-up boxes out there on the grass. I'm, I can't do it that way. i got to cut them all down, leave them in a nice, neat stack for the recycling boys on Wednesday. You should have seen our garage with the pile up just waiting. I mean, it, it, it was something. I mean, it looked like hoarders, but hoarders who hoard trash bags that are already filled. It was <laughs> right. disgusting because here's the thing. Our, our trash was supposed to, to boxes and I, bags. And I didn't even miss a trash taking the trash out. But our trash day was supposed to be the previous Friday. Well, that got pushed all the way till Monday because Christmas, you know, because Christmas Eve was on Friday. So that was yeah. a national holiday. Yeah. So just Christmas alone, everything gets backed up. Even if you're on schedule, then if you, you, you know, back it up another three days or you miss a, you miss the week like you did. I, I mean, it, it is a, it so, is, it is a travesty. What see? And now I, I never just want to pick up the phone and call the trash service and say, yeah, I just want to make sure, like, I live at this address, what day is it coming? We're on a Wednesday run, so I don't know. Like, sometimes you have, like, the holiday Monday, and then the Wednesday gets pushed back to Thursday, even though there's a a day buffer in between the actual holiday. I bet the same thing happens to us this week. Well, ours, into ours, hol- ours I, I finally came today, but I don't know. which I was thrilled. We had both. We had Did both you, the recycle. You got it out. We got, yeah, we got the real trash Ooh. and the recycle bin, and then I was able to fill half half of my trash bin back up with the right. trash in- that, was, that was piled up in my garage. <laughs> and we par- we parked both of our cars in the garage too, so it was like in between the cars well, and like near where the girls' bikes are was just this pile of. Tra- it was very classy. I, mean, I was really just classing it up there. It sounds Hilliard. nice. Yeah, very, yeah. very nice. What was the what was the old. Uh, you ever read the Shell Silverstein poems? Your parents have you do that when you're a no. kid. Sarah, Cynthia, Sylvia, Stout no. would not take the garbage out. No, no. that's not a Does thing. Does not ring a bell. Oh, we had like no. five of those books. They were kind of funny. But why? Why wouldn't you just put the garbage bags next to the garbage bin? You don't that's do where, that. That's where it is next to no, the garbage. A, oh, no, you said you filled your can right back up. You're not supposed to do that. You, you can't do that. I, I, I see some people. I see like some people do it. Before the, I see you some hear people, the truck in the neighborhood say, "Oh, here, could you take this too?" I see some people do that, and you know, it looks like crap. It's frowned upon. But it's the holidays. <laughs> Everybody's miserable. But what's I, what's the end of our I'm driveways? Sure the trash, here I'm sure the, the trash guys are miserable too. They're they having are. To, you and know, we appreciate they, they, you guys. They don't need to also get up because they have a you know for trash guys they have it pretty good. They don't have to get out of the truck. It's all automated. You know, they pick it up, boom. Now if you just leave, if you just lay it there, they have to get out of the truck and everything. All right, so, so I'm have I have I have much more care for the the trash men than you do you and know women. What? I was I was having a good old day though, getting away from that trash nonsense, talking some NFL. You know, if you're a if you're a Browns fan, I'm sorry. This we'll talk about your team a little bit more, but f- we're going to do this team first, though, because this team is getting the job done, and there's still time for them to screw it up. Don't want to just uh, assume that good things are going to happen just because of what happened in one week, because we've seen this team before ruin some of the good graces that it has uh, gotten for itself. Oh, for sure. But Joe Burrow. I almost feel like making this more about Joe. I know it's a team game and all that, and we easily can recognize the talent that he's got at wide receiver. I, I And I can't just make it about Joe Burrow because that game that T. Higgins had, and that was, he had a couple of plays in that one, Bids. He was sensational. I love seeing Boyd continue to get involved. Busted coverage right down the hash. That I mean, I don't know what went on in the Ravens secondary. None of these guys know what the heck they're doing. I get it. And Jamar Chase was just doing his normal thing after he gets the Pro Bowl nod. But I don't care how many guys are out on a defense. There's there's plenty of other quarterbacks that you could say have gotten to benefit from some of that in key guys being out in, in a secondary. 
You still have to go out. You still have to do it. This guy's been sacked 47 times this year, but yet he continues to be more poised, more accurate, more in sync, more in rhythm. He delivers the football to like the exact spot that it's got to be. I almost... I almost have faith that whenever they can't afford to keep all of that talent, the talent at wide receiver, and it will, because that's how football goes. When you think about Joe Burrow being there for a decade or 15 years, because that's what you're thinking about, you've seen how many different runs of wide receivers, guys like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have had to work with throughout the years. He'll be fine because he is what a number one overall pick is supposed to be, is supposed to look at, look like, this guy is elite. He's got everything that you need. He throws a ridiculously impressive deep ball. That's something that all the money in the world can't buy. I 30 touchdowns now on the season, 14 interceptions, the interception thing. We asked for that to get a little bit better. It has one, one little slip up there where he almost had a red zone turnover and the Bengals got away with a penalty. I can't remember who that was for Baltimore that, picked up the holding or pass interference in the end zone, but maybe not one ball that I wanted to get thrown. But other than that, I mean, this guy is a sensation right now and the arrow is going in the right direction. 525 yards, third most prolific passing day in NFL history. That's what he did yesterday. He's unbelievable. Uh, Almost too good to be true. And, you know, he's completely changed that franchise. And it doesn't mean that they're, you know, like you said, I mean, they they still have work to do and it's a tough schedule. You have to play the Chiefs, the hottest team in the NHL. And then you got to play in the NFL. and the, and the NFL. Did I yeah. say the NHL? And the, yeah. and the NFL, yeah. And the NFL. Probably more so they're, they're hotter in the NFL than the NHL. But, Chiefs um, could probably be a pretty good hockey team. Uh, I don't know. But um, that's going to be a tough game. Bengals are the underdogs as they should be even at home and then going to Cleveland. But a couple of things about Joe Burrow. I mean, like I said, he has changed that franchise. He, there's just something about him. Uh, he's just he's a leader of men. It's not just what he does on the field, which is the most special thing. You can tell he, his teammates just gravitate toward him. And... The weapons are unbelievable. I mean, you look at uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon. Even C.J. Uzama is a good tight end. Um, There's no doubt about that. Uh, What I don't hear enough, though, is Joe Burrow's doing this with Isaiah Prince starting at right tackle. Joe Burrow's doing this where the, the Bravens were getting a lot of pressure on him yesterday. How many times was he bouncing around there like a pinball, getting out of trouble and making plays? Yeah, he plays? was moving his feet. Like he it's, moves his this feet. offensive line is not good yeah, at he all. He slides, he shifts, and so, he keeps his eyes downfield. Is so what yeah, I like they've got an elite, um, you know, core of skill position players. And here's the good thing for the Bengals: they're a year ahead of schedule at least. I thought next year would be maybe when the window would really open. It's open and it's wide open. And here's the good news: what you mentioned with Burrow after this year, they still have Burrow for three years on his rookie contract. After this year, they still have two more years of T Higgins on his rookie contract after this year they still have Jamar Chase for four years on his rookie contract and they have Tyler Boyd after this year still locked up for two more seasons so they don't even really have to worry about losing any of those guys for at least two years after this one and that would Joe be, Mixon is not a free agent until 25 there you go they've got him signed for three years after this one and how so, about the job he's done this year you know and they're going to be able to now hopefully you would think they would have done this last year but obviously the Jamar Chase pick over to Penny Sewell was a good pick I fully admit I thought they should have went with Sewell I was wrong Chase was a good pick a very good pick, but Jackson Carmen was a terrible pick, and they need to beef up that offensive line, and I think they will now. Also, I think they will. Also, on defense, how about the signings of yes. our boy Sam Hubbard and the streaker Trey Hendrickson? <laughs> 
What's and he got ten now? He's got well, he's, he's ten close, two eleven more, in a row, right? Two more, and he will own the record yeah. alone. I think Javon Curse was up there. They showed on the graphic. We're talking about consecutive games with at least a half a sack. Yeah, I believe it's Trey 11. Henderson. I believe it's eleven now. Yeah. You could, you could be ten, and he's got fourteen for the year. A lot of people thought, oh, he had thirteen and a half sacks for the Saints last year. That was probably a fluke. Now he's got fourteen for the Bengals this year. They've done a really good job signing free agents. Let me give you the Joe Burrow shot out the door. If you guys missed this or you heard it, you want to hear it again. Wink Martindale had a sort of playful comment about no, no, no. Let's not go giving him a gold jacket just yet in build up to this game. And yeah, Joe knew about it. And this was Joe's response to that little playful comment. I didn't think it was a necessary comment. I wouldn't say I was offended by it. I mean, I'm in year two. Who knows what's going to happen down the road? But I didn't think it was a necessary comment. Was it on your mind when you were throwing at the end for 525? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Joe dressed out with his uh, Santa hat in that press conference as well. We do have breaking news. As we were talking about earlier in the show, oh, I was saying God. that Garrett Wilson was not going to play in the Rose Bowl, but it's not official yet. Let me amend that statement. Garrett Wilson is not playing in the Rose Bowl. Now it's official. We, we were told he was, wasn't going to play. He has now made it official. Garrett Wilson will not play in the Rose Bowl and will declare for the NFL draft. Good luck to him. Yeah. He's, he's going to do well. He's, he's going to be a, a first-round pick. But he's there not you go. Not salty at all. I expect that from guys. Exactly. There's not enough time in between this game. And uh, th- th- this day and age, it doesn't even take a serious injury to wreck this for you. You could deal. You could have just a, a strain, a muscle pull. All it takes is one little bump or bruise or nick that'll throw you off schedule for being optimal to get yourself ready for the most important job interview process that there has ever been. And, and furthermore, I, I have no doubt he would be playing if they were in the college football playoff. No doubt about it. He would oh, be course. playing if they were in of the CFP. Good luck to Garrett Wilson. Great kid. And he's going to do well in the NFL. An absolutely wild picture exists now in the AFC North. And we're going to update you on that scenario. Look at some other key things that happened in the NFL yesterday. And we'll do that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Buckeyes, Blue Jackets, the NFL, and that weird guy's talking about eating people. I'm hungry. Is it time to eat? It's all on the fan. Ohio sports destination. Oh, hello. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle hanging out with you guys on the Monday after Christmas. I hope it was a very awesome holiday for you guys in the spirit of uh, wanting to do something fun while I have the controls of this show, which will be pretty much the last time ever that I'm doing this show with no man or no bone. So we're going to we're going to hit you with some yikes next segment. So 
I should probably turn my mic on. Oh, you know what? Uh, Professional radio guy not turning his microphone on. Yikes. That's a a big yikes. How many times do you do that these days? That I never ever do. You're over I, here. I am, for, I am on a, the money. Out of sorts. I am always sitting in yeah, over there. The one chair. When I when I do on the money, this is it's weird sitting over here. I, I guess I'll get used to it because I'm in a couple days later this week with uh, Matty Ice. Um, and you'll be over a, there because he's going to run his own show. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A Roth will be taking a, a couple of days off. So uh, yeah. So I better get used to it. Yeah. It is weird sitting over here though. All right. Let's look at this picture in the AFC North, shall we? And th- a lot of this is going on in the NFL right now. Do you like this, by the way? All this parody, all these chances for different things to happen in the final two weeks. Yes. Nobody's way ahead of it. I do like it. I do like it. I know. Yeah, my team sucks, now, so I like it. Obviously, obviously, you'd want your team to have clinched it by now. You want, your, but like, I, I love it. Like, I was just telling you during the break. Like, coming into the year, I mean, there's still a chance the Bengals could lose their last two games to finish nine and eight. You know, that would sting. But coming into the year, I didn't think there was any chance to be nine and eight. I didn't think that'd be a winning record. I think they're over under. In fact, I don't think I know they're over under. Timmy in Vegas was four and a half wins. Oh, four and a half wins. And did you then, get on that? And then I, I did not. But then when you went, and then when you did the math of the future lines, they were only favored in like two of the three games projecting the point spreads in those games. So if you looked at it, it's like, oh, the four and a half. Really, not if, even that. If you crunch the numbers, the <laughs> right, value right. is actually on the under. Good thing I stayed away from that. Of the Bengals going under four and a half wins, they're already at nine. They could lose their last two games. The Chiefs, the Browns finished nine and eight, and not make the playoffs. That would sting, but it's already been a fun year. And I do like. I, I like that we've been talking about the crazy AFC North for weeks now. Um, I like that. You know, now certain teams, you know, have certain things locked up. I mean, we know the Chiefs are going. Um, I believe the Rams. Did the Rams lock up a playoff bid? Uh, Packers have, of course. Packers have won the division. No shock there. The Cowboys have. So, you know, it's not total like everybody's like nine and seven. It's not like or nine and six, eight and seven. There are some teams that have separated themselves a little bit. But yes, to answer your question, Timmy, it makes it exciting. I like that we're having a lot of parity in the NFL. And I like the 17th game. That was something I was like at first. Then I had to check myself. It was like a, kind of an old man get off my lawn. It's, this is the way we've always done it. We play 16 football games. Then I thought, what are you doing? You love football. You love NFL football. You like love fantasy football. You love betting on football. This is another week to do that. And I quickly changed my mind. And I was, I'm all aboard the, the 17 game schedule now. Yeah, Eight, 18 total weeks of the season. It just, it wouldn't have ever been a thing for me if we never brought it up. You know, I could have lived the rest of my days never even thinking of a 17th game like I needed it. But, you're right. I don't have to play these games. I just sit back here and watch them. So, no. I I guess if I went back and found some tape or some comments that I made, I probably was pretty critical of it and saying the why why ruin a good thing, but I don't really give a flip anymore. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> I like it. I, it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. I I I rather would have just kept the I mean, you said the playoffs, right? The the 12 was fine. They need to cap it right here you know i agree and, and i don't want to hear any of that crap about how i'm pro college football playoff expansion oh you don't have a problem with them going to six to seven no when does it end there's that crowd right oh it's never gonna end well first of all it's a league there's only a certain number of teams that will ever be in the nfl outside of expansion and still because i would like to see college football playoffs go from four to i would like to see at least 10 12, 10 to 12, that's still the tiniest percentage of the teams in FBS. 
There's over 100. You're saying 12 get to play for the national championship. That's still the most exclusive playoff party that has ever existed. So, yeah, sue me. I do want that. Yes, I I hear you. Um, I, I We could debate the college football playoff expansion, but I, I hear what you're saying there. With the NFL, I agree with you. I think, you know, seven in each conference, 14 total is the sweet spot. Don't go more than that. There's 32 teams. We don't need half the teams making the playoffs. It should be a special no, thing. Yeah. Even if you're the last team, and at least then it's 14 of the 32. We don't need it like can't go to. We don't need it like the old days teams. of the NBA yeah. where there's 16 teams yep. made it and they had like 22 teams in the league. <laughs> you'd be like 30 and 52, and you'd be a lock to make the playoffs in the NBA back in the day. Don't need that. Um, but you know, I like that they. Another thing, you know what I really like? I like that only the one seed gets the buy. Only the one seed gets the buy because that's such a huge thing. It used to be the two seed would get the buy as well. I like that they added the extra team, and I like that it's just the one seed getting the buy. One but yeah, buy. but don't yep. do not expand this to sixteen teams making the playoffs ever. We don't need half the league making the, the playoffs. And another thing I would add. If you win your division, but you have a losing record, I don't care that you won your division. You, you you cannot have a losing record to make the play. This is what I would do if I was Roger Goodell. I'd also be very rich, um, way too rich for what he does. If you have a losing record and you win your division, you're out. Whoever has the next best record is in as long as they have a winning record. The NFC is more clear. Like you mentioned, Packers, Cowboys, Rams, Bucks, Cards are in. Six and seven still up there. That's San Francisco and Philadelphia as it stands right now. The Saints at seven and seven in the eight spot. They play the Dolphins right here on the fan. 7.30 coverage start Monday night football. The AFC, it's just the Chiefs at 11 and four that are clinched. Titans in the two seed at 10 and five. Bengals then at three, nine and six. Bills, nine and six in the four spot. Colts, Patriots, Ravens. Five, six, seven. Colts and Pats both nine and six. Ravens are eight and seven. The AFC North. If the <laughs> Bengals win one game, they are guaranteed a playoff berth. They can get in with losses and some luck. For the Ravens to win the division, they got to win at home versus the Rams. Then they got to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in week 18 while having the Bengals lose out. Cleveland, there is still a chance that the Browns. Can get into this sucker. They can still win the division. They play at yes. Pittsburgh Monday night football next week. If they win that and the Bengals lose, then the Browns get the straight up game right. over the Bengals. And how about how about that? You'd have the Browns and the Bengals playing for the AFC North Championship final week of the season. There you go. How about that? I bet you that's how it's going to work out. That's the thing. I mean, and if you're a Bengal fan, I'm with you, man. We're flying high today. It feels great and enjoy it. There's been a lot of pain. There's a tremendous amount of pain being a Bengal fan. Have not won a playoff game since 1990. The curse of Bo Jackson. So enjoy it. But this is going to be a tough stretch. I could see a scenario easily where they lose both of these games and they're out of the playoffs. And the Browns have a very good chance of winning these last two games and winning the division. Even where, the Steelers, like even the Steelers can make the it. playoffs with, with yeah. wins and some help. Even the Steelers. Even the, whoever thought you'd say that. Even the lowly <laughs> right, Pittsburgh right, Steelers. Right. They, they just, there's, I mean, Roethlisberger's in his last year. He hasn't made that official. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do, Timmy. Are they going to go in the draft and find a quarterback? Heaven forbid they trade for Deshaun Watson. That's not what I want to see as a Bengal fan. Like, finally get rid of Roethlisberger, and then they trade for, like, Deshaun Watson. I do not want to see that. Timmy, don't let that happen. I will not let that I'm happen. I'm going to blame you if it happens. By the way, the segment that is not a segment that they call Yikes. <laughs> That is coming up here. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle filling in for Man and Bone on the fan. The blade hitting the ice. The rattle of the boards. The roar of the crowd. 
We are your home for the Jackets. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire Care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed. With arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I really hope you're having a great Monday so far. Let's start the week right. I'm Timmy Hall. That's Dave Biddle. We are in for the boys today. Triple H. Everybody is gone. It's not even just a Panama Ted Wednesday. It's holiday, Panama Ted. So I probably won't see him until well into January. But it is that time. It wasn't on the sheet, but damn it, wanted to do it anyway. A little game we like to call Yikes. Thank you, Hayden. I'll begin. I'll begin. I'll go me, you, Triple H, three things here. All right. So the Washington football team, man. Yikes. These chumps got blasted 42 <laughs> to 7 in last night's game. Oh, that's just the first half score. You thought I was done. That was just in the first half. It's bad enough that you're going to lose twice to the Dallas Cowboys, but to get utterly embarrassed like that, yikes. You're late on that, yikes, man. You got to step it up. Dallas <laughs> actually tied their franchise record for points and a half. And Washington allowed its most points since 2010 in any game. And it was the most lopsided loss for either team in the 124-game rivalry. Yikes. And Washington still has grim playoff hopes. That's sad. Yikes. It was so bad. The Washington defense is so bad that Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen almost came to blows on the bench in the midst of the first half meltdown. Payne put his finger right in Allen's face. You talk about like pissing somebody off. You put the finger on someone's forehead. That's not going to go well. Allen responded with a straight right punch that barely missed Payne's face. That happened on a bench that Washington had brought into the stadium a stadium that is indoors this time of year with the roof closed and it was 70 degrees. Yikes. Bids. My first yikes. John Harbaugh crying to Zach Taylor during the coach's handshake. It's never a good look for any coach. It's always a yikes. This one had a little extra yikes to it. Here's why. So, you know, Harbaugh's salty that Joe Burrow threw a pass to set the record. 525 yards. All right, fine. If it was that in a nutshell, it might not be quite as much of a yikes. But here's why. It's a huge yikes. Earlier this season, the Ravens, with the game well in hand, got the ball back with like a second left. They needed a couple rushing yards to extend their streak of 100-yard rushing games. John Harbaugh ran the ball when anybody else would have taken a knee there and then defended it after the game. (laughs) So then he's crying to Zach Taylor. What a yikes moment. 
And after the game, he's asked about it and then lies at the press conference saying he wasn't upset about it. Yikes. You we, were. we saw the handshake. Yeah. I mean, it was worse than, uh, what was the Indiana coach? Tom Crean with uh, Thad Mata and ultimate yikes there with the, the blow-by handshake after the Buckeyes blew out Indiana and Bloomington one year. All right, my second yikes. No, 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 no. no. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What? You stop. Wow. Now Triple H oh, goes God, I'm sorry. with his I'm sorry. yikes. I, just, Remember, I was so into me, it, man. And him. I was yeah. so in. That's a yikes on my part. I'm gonna, and I'm going to yikes you, Triple H. Why me? So you take a break from the boing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just not going to say it. That way I don't have to play it. No, I said I'm playing your boing. Oh, you're playing my yes, boing. Okay. That's okay. what I meant. My I, first, that's what I said. My first yikes is... You're a little slow there, Timmy. One of my favorite players who, of all time in the NBA, I loved watching this guy when he was with the Thunder. He's been with three teams, I think, since he's been with the Thunder, and he has not been the same. It is Russell Westbrook. This guy has 401 straight games where he's had a turnover. It is the longest streak in NBA history. Just That's just yikes. Only two yikes in that one. By my count. I, I use so many. I, I think I, I I used up a really lot. Packed T- in the Timmy yikes. told me make sure you use the yikes, and he, I took his I took his packed, advice. He packed I like saying the word yikes. All right, I gotta go Cliff Kingsbury here. The handsome. Kick your feet up on draft night at your swanky desert palace pad. He's coaching his once great team into a fiery mess. Yikes. And CBS Sports did a little rundown of his... This is just unbelievable. Did a little rundown of his history of coaching teams to great starts and epic collapses. Yikes! This year, they were 7-0, and and now after three straight L's, sit at 10-5, and including a loss to the lowly Lions. Yikes. Remember last year, he started 6-3 and with the Cards, finished 8-8. Eight and eight. His last year in 2018, he started 5-2 and two at Texas Tech. With an 0 and 5 finish. The year before, he had a 4 and 1 start with a 2 and 6 finish. In 2015, a 5 and 2 start and a 2 and 4 finish. And the worst was in 2013, a 7 and 0 start with a 1 and 5 finish. He never had better than an 8 win season at Texas Tech. Yikes. It's a wonder how he even got to this spot in the first place. My second yikes is the narrative that Ohio State's football team doesn't care about the Rose Bowl just because Utah's going to have more fans in the stands. What a yikes. I don't know any Ohio State fan that is not going to be watching this game. Don't confuse. I touched on this earlier in the show, but do not confuse the lack of fans traveling across the country and spending thousands of dollars for a game that they might have went to three years ago, perhaps 10 years ago, whenever. I bet you every big Buckeye fan has been to the Rose Bowl if they've wanted to go. This is Utah's Super Bowl. It's not Ohio State Super Bowl by any means. Yikes. And I've even heard it from guys like Kirk Herbstreit today saying that, you know, Ohio State should be up for this game. It's the Rose Bowl. It's not a consolation game. Listen, the fans not going to the volume as, you know, to, uh, let me rephrase that. The fans not showing up as much as Utah fans are showing up has nothing to do with the motivation of Ohio State's team itself. Ohio State's team is motivated, and I think they're going to take it to Utah. That's my second yikes. All right, so this next one, this goes out to the people with their minds in the gutter on Instagram. So SportsCenter was posted on Instagram covering the name change between Staples Center to the Crypto.com Arena. You know, just first of all, yikes for making that whole... Yes, Tim, you got it. First of all, yikes for making that whole big event. That was just silly. But my yikes goes out to the sick-minded people on Instagram that were commenting 
that the roof looks like something totally inappropriate that I cannot say on air. But now I can't unsee what they were talking about in the Instagram comments. And I hate myself for my mind now being corrupted to what people were seeing. So just just yikes on that part. We're all in the gutter, man. I will see you there. I will see you there. And my last one real quick. College football in the state of Florida. Yikes. Folks, Central Florida beat Florida 29-17 in the home mortgage Gasparilla Bowl Thursday night. They said on Twitter that it was a sunshine statement. It was the Knights' first win ever over Florida. It was their first win over any Power 5 program in the state. And at 9-4, and four, the Golden Knights finished with the best record in Florida. Yikes. That means Florida, Florida State, and the U all failed to hit double-digit wins. Knowles were five and seven. Mike Norvell limps on with his job. The U is out of its bowl game and is seven and five. They canned Manny Diaz in poor fashion. And the Gators, an ugly six and seven, and fired Dan Mullen. Yikes. My third and final yikes. Ordered a sandwich today at a deli. I'll be kind and not mention the name of the deli. And of all the ingredients that they forgot, they forgot, or toppings, I should say, they forgot bacon. Yikes. And it wasn't like I added bacon mm. onto it. it. Normally, it comes with bacon. That's bad. I would rather them forget the bread than forget the bacon. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> forget anything else. Charge me more. Do anything other than forget the bacon. And this is why I should always check the order. Every time I check the order, it's fine. You don't want to be the that time guy, though. I, ri- I risk it. You want to look at the sandwich the, when they hand it to you. The, you can't do that. The time I risk it, uh, then it's like a 50-50 proposition. They forgot my bacon. That's a massive yikes. All right. My last one is from actually Thursday night. It is when the Titans were playing the Niners after the game. 49ers GM John Lynch apparently accidentally liked a tweet that said that Jimmy Garoppolo should just be left behind in Nashville. (laughs) That is a major yikes on behalf of uh, John Lynch there. He came out and he had to make this whole statement about how he supports Jimmy Garoppolo and that he's their guy, but... Just uh, just another social media yikes. I've got another yikes to add, <laughs> Triple H. The tease for the next segment. One higher up in the NFL needs to learn some social media decorum on not just one front, but two fronts. We'll explain next. Yikes. That's about a guy named John Lynch. GM for the San Francisco 49ers. Mm, sounds familiar. Liking a tweet about, G- about <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. G? Wow, okay. All right. Boy, what to do next? We, we, we can talk just talk about Let's next. just talk Ohio State football. Anytime I get stuck talking on the radio in Columbus, Ohio, talk <laughs> Ohio State football. It works. People Ohio, tend to like it. You know what? Ohio State football, Buckeye basketball, still out of a game. For tomorrow, let's focus on football. Chris, Chris Holtman was on his uh, radio show <laughs> earlier today. Much, much more coming up. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle in for Man and Bone on the fans. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. 
as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Man is angry. Bone is fat. They are both also those other things. This is Man and Bone. Yes, it is. The only weird thing is, is that neither of them are here and the producer isn't here either. So it's just three other dudes. I'm Timmy Hall from the Buckeyes show. That's Dave Biddle from On the Money and Triple H, who just produces about every single show that exists here. Including On the Money yesterday. Joked when I saw Hayden today. Hey, long time mm-hmm. no see, buddy. <laughs> produces 24 e- hours. Produces every show that exists minus morning juice i'm on that tomorrow so there you, you are, go uh, yeah, oh. right right but <laughs> crossing re- it off the list regularly speaking he fills in on every show and he, we feel like we have him for at least 60 percent of the time every time on the buckeye show <laughs> hey by the way we here are brought to you by our good friends at hinderer motorsports and i think i had something else i wanted to do for the people a little christmas gift from us and our friends at taco bell Because you know what, Bids? We're reacting today. It's Reaction Monday. And we've got a $50 Taco Bell gift card. There's no better thing to do than to react to your team winning or losing in horrific fashion and then stuff some beautiful Taco Bell into your face. It's a fun thing. So let's see. Caller number 525 for (laughs) Joe Burrow's passing yards. (laughs) You got it. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't go caller four it. for the four touchdowns. Let's go 525, oh, baby. All right. All right. Caller, caller four. Caller four for the four <laughs> touchdowns. We'll make it easier on them. Merry Christmas, Triple H. And Merry Christmas to you guys who are going to get that. That is 614-821-9710. 614-821-9710. We mentioned uh, the Buckeyes situation One more time, the uh, update on Garrett Wilson. He's not going to be playing in the Rose Bowl. I think that's the least surprising news. If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than Garrett Wilson not playing in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, and we've heard this for the last couple weeks. It would have been shocking, as you mentioned, if he would have played, especially after everything that we've been told. Not just the fact that he's you know, going to be a first-round pick, projected as a first-round pick, and is a junior. We know he's not coming back next year. We had heard from sources over the last couple weeks that he was not going to play. So now this means what's going to happen with Chris Olave. I'm hearing he will play. Again, this is not official. A um, couple of names to keep an eye on. I was told Haskell Garrett, Nick Petit-Ferrer. Um, I'm not sure if that means they're on the fence, they're leaning toward playing, but they might not, vice versa. But I was told those are a couple of guys to keep an eye on, Haskell Garrett and Nick Petit-Ferrer. People might say, come on, Nick Petit-Ferrer? Listen, he's being projected at least as a second-round pick. He's been here for four years. He's graduated, very intelligent. Um, I think he would be a second-round pick, and you can make a lot of money there. Haskell Garrett, I'm surprised he even came back for a fifth year. Um, there's no doubt that uh, that he was going to turn pro after this year. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully those guys play. I understand if they don't. All these guys would be playing if they're in the playoff. And Chris Olave, I think he wants to get that 1,000 yards. And he's playing close to his hometown of San Diego, about a couple hours away. And he needs 60-some yards to reach 1,000 yards for the season. It, it's interesting, Timmy. Ohio State's never had a season until this one where they had two receivers reach 1,000 yards in a season. They've already done that with Jackson Smith and Jigba and Garrett Wilson. Now they have a really good chance of having three receivers reach 1,000 yards in the same season. I think Olave wants to cap his career off with a 1,000-yard 
receiving season. He could have left last year for the NFL. Usually the guys that come back for their senior year, if they if they could play in the game, they usually do. Um, we'll see what happens, though. Everything's changing in college football. The landscape of college football with guys being able to transfer without sitting out, name, image, and likeness. I mean, the landscape of college football has changed dramatically in the last year or so. Um, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully the Buckeyes have all their players except for uh, Garrett Wilson. I will play some more Chris Holtman for you coming up in the rundown. Uh, he had his show today. I mentioned that in the last segment, so I can push that to 5 o'clock here. They're not going to play their game against New Orleans. While we're still in our NFL hour, I, I had pinned this when you're talking about Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. It'll be interesting to see what these two young men do in their first two years because we're in a the aerial attacks at the next level, and there's so many first-round wide receiver talent smashed into these last three or four draft classes. You saw it with Michael Thomas, and you saw it here with Justin Jefferson from LSU. How about You're T. Seeing Higgins? Jamar Chase. How about T. Higgins, T. Higgins sliding to the second round? Normally, he would be, but, it would have been a first-round pick. But look yeah. at Justin Jefferson, and he just broke a record. He he made history with his third catch in yesterday's game. And the Vikings, I know, are a tragic disgrace, and that's not Justin Jefferson's fault. He <laughs> He has now racked up the most receiving yards ever by a player in his first two seasons. He broke Odell Beckham Jr.'s record. Remember how, and he hmm. missed the first four games. I would have guessed Randy career. Moss. I would have been wrong. Yeah. If you told me who holds the record, I would have said Randy Moss. Says the, uh, the Vikings second year receiver needed 21 yards entering Sunday to surpass Beckham's record of 2,755 receiving yards. That's something. And mind you, he did this before the regular season would have been up anyway. So it's, it's pretty good. We know we have the extra 17th game. That's going to affect numbers. But he's sitting on 2,851 after he had eight catches for 116 yards. Maybe a Jamar Chase can uh, chase after that record next year. Yeah, he... His fellow LSU uh, Tiger. He went over 1,000, right? He hadn't had a 100-yard receiving game in quite some time. And he yeah. just got it done And yesterday. now he's over, he's over 1,100 yards. Yeah. T. Higgins is over 1,000. Um, but you're right. I mean, Jamar Chase looked like he was going to get like 2,000 receiving yards early in the year, and he kind of had a little bit of a lull there. All right, we're going to get you caught up with everything that we've been talking about today with the rundown. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle in for Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Good afternoon. Looking out on your roads at this time. Well, right now there was one accident that looks like it's just clearing. Reynolds Avenue at Cleveland Avenue. Good news for you there. Just watch out for some construction delays. Bixby Road, uh, both east and westbound between Allen Creek Drive and Groveport, is closed until the end of the month for the construction project finishing up there. This board is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Hurry into Mattress Firm's year and sale. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price. And you can save up to $500 on select mattresses from Sealy, Serta, Sleepies, and more. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. I'm Tim Cook for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. 
murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle filling in for the boys. Our producer today who feels like he's still on the holiday break, Triple H. What's going on, boys? <laughs> hey, who was our uh, winner? Who got the Taco Bell cash? You didn't just keep that for yourself, did you? I forgot who the winner is. Oh, no, I'm just man. kidding. I'm just kidding. It's Todd from Galloway, Ohio. <laughs> uh, How many mistakes can I fit into my mouth? <laughs> Love you, pal. Merry Christmas. Bids, you've got a couple of daughters. I know that. That's true. And uh, I'm wondering, I, I seem to recall they are big into tennis. Is that is that true? Is that still the case? My They both play tennis. My my oldest uh, is a freshman in high school, and she was on the tennis team at Hilliard Bradley. Um, oh, nice. She's go really Jags, into it. baby. She's, thank you very much. She's very into it. Um, That's where Jack's going to go if we I, don't move. Yeah, you better not move. You better not move. I don't want to move. Um, and, you know, I've definitely... You know, as we joke about, forced her into it in her first few years and played on the middle school team. She liked it, but she's not a complainer, but she loves it now. Like the oh, girls, nice. the, you know, the seniors were nice to her and everything, which I was thinking, oh gosh, fresh, freshman on varsity, this is not going to go well. The seniors are not going to, they were so nice to her. My youngest is still in the mode of daddy makes her play tennis and she's not really, really a big fan of it yet. But my oldest is liking it, man. We even watched the, uh, the Serena Williams, the Venus Williams and, uh, with Will Smith, uh, yeah. King Richard, yeah. you know, I mean, I didn't see it that's yet. as close as she's going to come to watching a sports movie. I'll how tell you, you what, even, you even if you're not, young, how, do, how do you force the younger one into it? You're not clearly not forcing her. But oh, she, she, she goes, still does. Oh, it, I literally though. like pick her up, and you know she's crying and screaming, and I throw her into the car. No, wait, is this thing on? You no, know, Earl Woods, Child right? Protective Services have been called down to the studio. No, we don't make her. My, but my wife, we tell her you have to do something. You can't just be on your screens all day. And you know she likes, you know, she likes doing stuff like she likes to sing and she likes theater. So we have her do that. But she needs to do something athletic. And so we have her. Hey, you know, theater she goes, can be very athletic, she, man. That's she can do theater and something in sports. She can do one sport. So this is the sport she's doing. And hopefully, like my other daughter, once she's actually on a team, which she's just a sixth grader, they don't have a sixth grade team, but they do have middle school tennis. My hope is once she gets on a team, she'll like it, like my oldest daughter does. But um, I, where did I go wrong, Tim? I'm, yeah, I'm a sports. Yeah. I'm a sports nut. It is my job. It's my side job and it's my hobby. Hey man, I <laughs> and my I can't both my daughters you. could not <laughs> could not care less about watching sports. Like I said, they you know at least my oldest enjoys playing it, playing tennis. But uh, hey man, you're doing it right. You said you and your son every week, and I don't know if you're doing it right by raising him a Bengal fan. I'm saying this as a Bengal fan. That's you know that's well, what am I what am I going to do? What hey wait tread lightly. Wait, I know wait. it's either Washington or the Bengals, right? For what you, what am I going to do? I, I know you're, you your are poison. stuck. You are stuck there, right? You don't want to be a few. Okay, exactly. You're you're stuck. At least the Bengals have been a fun team at times. And, and maybe now with Joe Burrow, this is a perfect time to be for your son to be a, a Bengal fan but for the next on. 15. But I like how you and your son carve out three hours every week to watch the Bengals and you watch other games together. And that's the only sport that he watches with you. But you guys watch NFL a lot together, right? It's all we've got. What about Ohio State football? He's not into the, the, the Bucks. No, not really. That's, we need to do something about I, that. I, dude, I Uncle tried. Dave needs to come over and have look, a talk with him. Look, look who you're looking at. I mean, what? this is what I do for my life. I, I've what's talked the name about of, this before. What's the name of your usual show? The Buckeye the Show. The Buckeye Show. Come on. Your son should be a yes. Buckeye. And he likes the NFL. But listen. Where's, listen, the, di- where's the disconnect there? Listen to me. I've, I've said this before. My wife and my son, they have no types of feels. We're talking about this with Bone last week. Like, I'm on this show. I, I get to do 
afternoon drive. I get to host this show right here, right now. They could not care less. If they were in the car or whatever, it would not even be on me. Oh, same deal with me. No, like I'll even like, oh yeah, I'll even kind of sprinkle it in at times throughout the week. Like, so, you know, uh, what do you think? What do you think of the show? Like, would you, uh, knowing full well right. that they didn't listen, right. but I'll just kind of put on the sheepish face. Like, so would you, you know, I'll try to sound really serious. You know, you, you had to pick him up at 3.15 today from the, the dentist, or you, you went to an appointment, had to pick him up from his friend's house. How, how'd we sound? Oh, um, sorry. I'm like, I know you didn't listen. I just find it fascinating how my own son doesn't have any type of mood, any kind of feel. Oh, dad's a sports talk host. He could care less. And yeah, the only thing that I get out of him and I'll take it, I guess is our NFL viewing, which we're heavy into it. And that stems from fantasy football, but at least you've got a daughter that is playing a sport you love in tennis and one that you can play together for years to come. I had him playing golf. Like my buddies up at York, my, my friends here at the station and beyond, they saw it. They, they've, some of them have even played with <laughs> Jack witness. <laughs> and commented on his swing and how just he's got a natural swing. And he's some, got a putting green in your backyard. Yes, he never uses it. It's just me. Uh, I, I don't know where I went wrong. I, I've, I've talked to pros. I've talked to assistant pros. My guys at York, guys up uh, at Columbus Country Club, they've tried to help, giving him lessons. I don't know what to do. They all I, say I know you can't force it. No, see, that, that, that's, I want to force it. You, you need I want to make him play. I want to make him play golf. You're going to play golf. That's the end of it. There's end this, of story. There's this narrative out there that parents shouldn't force their play, their kids to play sports. That's nonsense. What if I pay him a thousand dollars every six months? Should force their kids into, to play in, into sports. The checking account. Now, you shouldn't be the parent there that's yelling and doing crazy things. You absolutely should. For- How many things do we have to force our kids to do? Now, when I say force, I'm joking around. I actually do not pick my youngest daughter up and throw her in the car. But you know, there's a way to force your kids to play sports without actually being like a jerk about it. You know, my wife and I are pretty. You know, we're, we're pretty in tune on this. Like you. You're going to play tennis like you, you just are. And one day you're my thing with my oldest and she's already got there. I'm like, one day you will thank me. And she's 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 there. My youngest will see. So, Timmy, Timmy, look at me. Force your son to play golf. Force him to. Why not? What do you think about Why what not? I said? Just force him to do what it. What if I pay? Don't pay him. You're Hold his father. A little carrot out there. No, no, I'll you, pay you money. What's you, this, you'll be a professional. Does, does he like screens and stuff? You play golf. Does he like screens? You like your iPhone or whatever? You like your like iPad? Screens. You like your iPad? Well, guess what? Guess who's playing golf? Or guess who's not getting an iPad? We're way too soft with our kids. <laughs> you don't think I've tried. You don't think I've tried. You just gotta follow oh, through on it. Let's just get out there. Let's have fun. Let's put the screens away. Just you and me out on the golf no, course. You gotta, the frustration no, no, no. just boils over. You can't be his friend. You got to just know this is what we're doing, buddy. Dad, I can't shoot 72. Don't need Why to. play? You don't need to. I stink. And one day he'll thank I you. Suck. One day he'll thank you. He'll be like, Dad, thank you for forcing me to play golf. So I wasn't the old guy, the only guy that couldn't play golf. Even when I try to just bring it up and talk about it in a futuristic sense, even when I try to say things like going to Scotland one day and playing golf together, he gets visibly mad. <laughs> <laughs> I can see if to a kid that doesn't really mean much. That's I, definitely I an old. Yep, yep, hey, what about what about if we go to St Andrews? He's like, uh, how about not? Yeah, um, how about how, no? how, can we go to McDonald's instead? <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. I try to like put myself back. My dad's offering to take me to Europe to play a sport with him. I'm like, uh, sounds yeah. like that sucks. Can we just go to Top Golf? He wouldn't even want to do that. I'd would rather he? play Minecraft here in the basement. Right. Right. All exactly. Right, let's get to the rundown. Common Man and T Bones. The rundown. The rundown. Sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger Commitment. Best cars. Best people. Peace of mind. We are having trouble in sports right now with COVID. College basketball is a total mess right now. Chris Holman and the Buckeyes wanted to do everything they could do to get on the court tomorrow against New Orleans because the layoff has been so long. That was December 11th when they beat up on Wisconsin to get to 8-2, and two, start with a beautiful 2-0 and oh in Big Ten play. Now the non-conference is gone, and it's just going to be Big Ten play. Here was Holtman on the show today talking about how they didn't want to rush into this return. After just talking to a lot of medical people who know more than I do on this, I just felt like it was it was rushed and probably wouldn't put them in the best situation. Listen, we have 18 Big Ten games ahead of us. Uh, we have uh, the Big Ten tournament, hopefully the NCAA tournament. We have a lot ahead of us. And, uh, you know, what you don't want is rushing guys back, forcing the issue, and there'd be some type of uh, of an injury. So it was really the delay or, or the process of return to play, uh, which is anywhere right now between, you know, really around 17 days total. Here's a little bit more real quick before you go bids on Chris Holtman and their COVID protocols at this time. Ultimately, we'll follow the CDC. The, I'm sure universities in the states will follow um, the, the the CDC uh, guidelines, um, but right now it's a 10-day quarantine, and uh, at at here it's a 10-day quarantine followed by a return to play progression. Yeah, and he said on the show too that they had a Sunday practice with five players, four of whom would have been available to play in this game tomorrow night. Rundown. The NFL weekend came and went. It was beautiful for the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow, 525 passing yards. As since he doesn't just beat, they dominate Pittsburgh and the Ravens. Go 4-0 against those guys this year. Feels like they outscored them by 150 or 200 points. They even laid off Pittsburgh in that one game in the whole fourth quarter. That That's the third most prolific passing day for Burrow yesterday in NFL history to go along with his four touchdown passes. And Cleveland, they were throwing interceptions left and right, and they lost a two-point game, which is shocking that it was that close at Green Bay on Saturday. And still in the AFC, only one team has clinched a playoff berth. It's wild. The Browns could still win the division. <laughs> I mean, the Steelers even have an outside chance of making the playoffs. The Bengals, even after that big win yesterday, they still need another win to clinch the division. They have two tough games coming up, uh, but the Bengals will put themselves in a really good spot, no doubt about it. The Rundown. The Rundown. All right, we didn't get specifically into the Cleveland Browns as much as we could have, so we are going to do so next. What is the future for Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns? And uh, we'll try to decipher a certain tweet that went out there as well. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle in for Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. 
Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle in for the boys today. Common Man will be back tomorrow, and I will be with him for a few days. So if you want that tomfoolery, that sounds nice, join us. I'm sure you will. You're going to be here for him, not for me. I'm just going to tag along. Kind of like me today. They're not here for me. Yes. They're here for you, and I'm well, just tagging along. We don't know that. We don't know what the answers are, really. We, you don't have all the answers to life, Timmy Hall. I, I don't. Play I, ball, Timmy Hall. Thanks, man. Yeah. I want him. I want him, but I, I can't figure yeah. out how to get my son to play golf, which is a beautiful game. And I mean, how could anybody, how could anybody not like a game like golf? I didn't just like it when I was a little kid. I love Sounds sports. ridiculous. When, I no, can totally see how someone would not well, like golf. It's extremely frustrating. It's, I've just become quite good at it. You're, well, having you as a dad, I can't imagine somebody not liking golf if they're a sports-loving kid. But when I was a kid, I loved most sports. I did not like golf. I thought it was boring. Now I wish my dad would have like made me play. I was in on it. See, you should make him play. One, was, day, one day he'll thank you. You should make him play. I, see, I had Tiger in his prime, you know? Y- yes. Is this a tiger? Yes. Is everything just a tiger thing with golf? Do we owe him that no, much? I mean, we might. We o- might. I think older golf fans felt the same way. Not to the extent. And I know I'm saying this in Columbus, Ohio. Well, what, so I'm a little bit. I think older golf fans felt the same way about Jack. Wait, so Jack wait a minute. Nicholas. What year he won his Masters in 97, right? Talk, yeah, Tiger? As a young guy. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm agreeing with yeah. you like, like I know. So he probably <laughs> yeah, had, that sounds right. So maybe 96, he was starting to buzz and maybe won that first tournament. I would have been 12. Yeah, there was a lot of buzz that about caught, him. That caught me hard. Yeah. You know, that, that when he was at Stanford, clearly hooked me. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. You're, everybody your age like that liked golf. It was like, look at this. I was kinda, no one's ever changed golf like Tiger Woods, and that's I, an understatement. I got my junior set from my grandfather, from the pop-up, and I remember loving that. Like, I don't remember like looking sideways at that. Like, that was a gift that when I saw that down there, like in the corner on Christmas, I was amped about that. Like, I was, let's go. Like, that was your Red Rider BB gun. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. And like for any kid, it's frustrating, right? Like you, you're going to shoot over a hundred for a while while you're learning the game. Yes. But I still remembered having that, that itch to play it. It just, it just was in me. You can't, you cannot force that into anyone. That's true. You, re- you really honestly can't. You can just cultivate. And like what we kid, we joke around, but I try to just every once in a while gauge I think that's all any parent can do, right? Is offer it up and let somebody know that it's still there. You and I are going to disagree on this. My oldest daughter is the perfect example. If it was up to her, she would not have played tennis. I quote unquote forced her to do it. Guess who's thrilled that she plays tennis now? That's why I'm going to keep bringing got, it back to him. But you got to do more than that. If I just brought it but up to her, she would have been like, 
cool, Dad. Well, uh, the answer's still no. But well, I, I went the other route. I'm like, this is what you're doing. And I had my wife on my side, too. But I'm, I sound like way more of a tyrant than I really am. You, you do. I'm, I'm, you're coming I'm off actually, like an Earl Woods. I'm actually like... Or, or a, but look or, what happened to Tiger. Or a, or a Richard Williams. Um, <laughs> since I'm talking about tennis and I got two daughters. No, but seriously, like, um, I'm... It, it was a lot more... Um, a lot more nicer than maybe I'm portraying it, but still, it was no doubt that she was going to play tennis. And if it was up to her, she would not have done it if I just suggested it. And now, Tim, she's not happy she plays tennis. She's thrilled. But you said Kids, there were no other sports. They don't know. Though. They don't know. What's you had good a little family rule about playing a sport. It had yeah. to be something. Yeah, like my youngest so one it was time tennis tried. or nothing, right? Well, no, I mean she could have played something else, but she. But she wasn't already, interested in any other was sport. Decent. Yeah, and she didn't hate tennis, but it, it was just like if I would have just brought it up, like, okay, it's up to you if you want to join the team or not, or you want to take you know lessons over at the you know there's a club in Hilliard called Players Club that we use. Right, right, just, right. I get wife, it. I get if it. I, my wife and I would have been like, yeah, it's up to you. She wouldn't have done it. She would no, stay but, in her room. And, but, but it's, it's like, like you said, said, this is what you're doing. It's like making your kids. I know this is an apples to apples or vegetables to vegetables. It's like making your kids eat vegetables. You make your kids do certain things they don't want to do eventually they will be happy that you did that i think my advice to you my friend don't suggest it to him make him play golf take him to play golf and eventually he will find a love for it and eventually he will thank you for making him play i, I golf. hope so i'm so i apologize they don't, they don't know what's best for them i apologize that i'm not uh, joseph stalin at this point in time <laughs> but what we did force you must do something active and then you get a choice in this room which is a little bit like what you had said originally like I'm, with an instrument I think too. I'm more like a lenin than like, than, a, than hey, like a stalin if we're gonna go with like russian leaders we said we got to a point in time you're 10 years old and I don't know when this kicks up with uh, public school systems with music programs, but pick an instrument. You right. you are going to start learning an instrument. We want to give you this gift of the gift of music, yes, right? It's good and for the we're soul. We're going to pay for the lesson, so you pick one. And sure enough, he picks drums. Which hey, okay, I don't I don't care. Pick drums, and we got him the big old present this year was the electronic drum set that he can plug headphones into, so you just hear that tapping like Paul Rudd and Ant Man. Hayden, Hayden, break, so break the tie here. Who's got the better parent? I know I sound like a tyrant. I'm really not, though. Trust me. Who's got the better parenting skill here as far as kids that maybe are on the fence or really don't want to play sports, but you think that they one day will not only want to play that sport, that they'll thank you? Who's right here? <laughs> Wild question. Um, I don't know. I, I luckily That's I have a hell of a tiebreaker. Uh, okay, we're going to need to call in a different tiebreaker. No, yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. It is a tough question. I, uh, it is I, a tough question. Like force the sport or don't force, force them the sport. to play a sport or something outside. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. Force them to do something. Uh, okay. All you right. got to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Too fascist. And I have, I have a great example. I have a living example. My ninth grade daughter is thrilled she plays tennis. You asked her. Like three years ago, she'd probably be like, I, All right. I really don't want to play. I got it. We got it. We got to talk Browns for for like two minutes now. <laughs> okay. Force Baker Mayfield to p- keep being the quarterback. Should <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't should have forced we, him to play football. Should we force this hey, upon now. Baker Mayfield to keep being the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? Because gauging the fan base, it doesn't seem like anybody wants that. Any diehard, hardcore Browns fan. Where is that chorus of... Calling him by his jersey number and six is my guy. Ride with six. Oh, you're six. not hearing that as much, are where, you? Where are those? Oh, I ride with six guys yeah. right now. But six. Ronnie Harrison was sort of uh, getting defensive on the Twitter, and he put out the like falling asleep emoji during their game as they were getting shellacked. Right, that was at five fourteen p.m. So what would have been going on in the game at five fourteen? What was that kickoff times? Was it a four twenty five? 
Yeah. It so was a 425, yeah. It was already, it was in the midst of the three Aaron Rodgers touchdowns off of the three Baker Mayfield interceptions, I want to say. And then after everybody started assuming that that was some kind of negative tweet towards his own team, because you do see stuff like that. Because it then. was. He said, LOL, I love how you all assume my last tweets about Baker. I'm referring to Rodgers, arm talent. The last few throws he's made have been into perfect coverage. If you so-called fans want to talk down on our quarterback, then go ahead. But don't use me as a catapult. Enjoy the game. Hashtag dog pound. Oh, nice backtracking there. He definitely was talking about Baker. Who the hell would know? I mean, in the middle of... Who would know? Who the hell would know? Anybody using common sense would know? You think that's a coincidence? Uh, Here's what Kevin Stefanski also said on Baker. He said, quote, we expect him to play at a high level with the quarterback position. You get too much credit and too much blame. He'll bounce back and be better for it. Yeah, and I know there's going to be a ton more comments and more than what you just heard there from Kevin Stefanski. And we'll have the shows here on the fan as this gets interesting as the season comes down uh, to a to a head here. But it's it's more than just that. It's come on, like we're we're this far into it. Being a staple of a franchise is is more than just any one game. It's more than any one season. You've got multiple seasons now for Baker Mayfield. There's a reason he doesn't have a long-term deal at this point. He's totally serviceable to give that fifth-year option while you explore what you're going to do as far as where he ranks maybe as a 20th. He's between 18 and 22, possibly. I'm just thinking out loud. Quarterback rank, what have you. So that's what you're dealing with, and you're going to look at all the options that are out there in free agency when you, when the time comes this year, you're absolutely going to take a peek. They're in a very interesting position. I mean, they've proven they can win with him. They made the playoffs last year and beat the Steelers so that you can win with him. Can you win big with him is the question. I don't think so. Can you win I, a Super Bowl? I, I don't think Andrew Barry thinks so. And keep in mind, I don't think you can. Um, and keep in mind, Barry was not the one that drafted him. That was Dorsey. So that's one thing to keep in mind. But the Browns are in a good position where they don't have to rush it. As you mentioned, Timmy, they picked up the fifth-year option. It's about $18 million, I think. But there's no long-term risk. So you get Baker Mayfield kind of on a fifth-year prove-it deal. Okay? And then if he proves it, then you can give him a long-term deal. Or if you're still not sure, but you, you want to keep him, you can even franchise him. Do it like Washington did with Kirk Cousins. In fact, Washington should have just signed Kirk Cousins to a long-term deal. Um, but here's, here's the other sh- thing. I don't, I don't think they Here, should. Here's the other thing I think with, that's with proven Baker. to be right with how he hasn't won in Minnesota, though. We, we saw, you know, starting with Tim Couch, so they came back in the league, all the different quarterbacks they went through. There's that, that funny jersey with all the different names on it with Couch crossed off and then all the other ones. They finally <laughs> found a guy that they can at least win a playoff game with. After all the years to get rid of that guy because you, you you're pretty sure you can upgrade it's an interesting predicament i tend to think last year will be or excuse me not last year next year will be his last year as the cleveland browns starting quarterback we talked about this on on the money hayden asked this question yesterday will baker mayfield be the browns quarterback in 2023 i say no i say he will be next no. year will not yeah, be in 2023 no i think they're going to find somebody else all right hear how one of the national championship hopefuls is dealing with these uh covid situations we'll do that next timmy hall and dave biddle in for man and bone on the fan fan traffic Good afternoon. Right now, a disabled vehicle on the left shoulder of the North Outerbelt eastbound at Sawmill Road. Watch out as that's got you a bit delayed there. Also got a disabled vehicle on the left shoulder of the downtown split eastbound rate, the 71-315 west split. That's also causing delays there. And an accident has cleared 670 westbound after Leonard. This report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. 
Paso Avocados are just two for a dollar now through January 4th. Fresh time market. Get real. I'm Tim Cook for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The radio home of inside jokes that may or may not become stickers for your car. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle in for the guys today. Hope you had a really nice Christmas season. You got all the things that you wanted. So we are hoping to get some sports played at some point in time. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have a Buckeye basketball game tomorrow. We don't have the Blue Jackets tonight or tomorrow. Hopefully we will get the CBJ on Thursday. Maybe you and I need to buy some tickets, and that's going to make sure that those games get played. And we'll go and have some Mongolian barbecue on our way. But we're zero and one when we do that. The jackets are. I right, maybe right, we just keep doubling maybe we down. Got, maybe we got to do a regular season game. That, the problem was that was the playoff game against we the Capitals. Have a worse that was game. You remember that game? I, I remember the, the game well. They didn't even show up. I for. remember the game well. Yeah, where they would have like power plays and not even get a shot off. <laughs> like <laughs> it's hard to have a power play and not even get a shot off. They did it multiple times that game. I remember saying on, on to you on the way. I was shaking my head like they they had power plays. They didn't even get a shot off. I just kept repeating it like I was Rain Man or something. Do you want to know a power play and they didn't get a shot off? Do you want to know the the next game that I picked my spot to attend in person while the CBJ were. You know, doing their thing, if you call it that, in the postseason under Tortorella. It was after the famous sweeping of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes. As that series was progressing and they got hot and won those first two on the road. Against Boston. Yeah, well, yeah, against getting to Boston. But I'm saying when you're watching the Lightning series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same song and dance as doing that against the Capitals, right? When you and me picked game four to go to and originally it was so it was two oh jackets at the time when we bought the tickets it so was we're, thinking, we're thinking we're gonna have a chance down. we're gonna have a chance to watch them sweep yeah for their first ever right playoff we tried to pick the win. spot yeah. yeah series win so i we didn't were just do a year that. away so so i didn't do that <laughs> against tampa bay and as they won game three i'm thinking okay they're gonna win this thing i'd like to see a game at nwa in a round that they've never even reached before Mm -hmm. so i mean you you think that the arena is going to be more of a powder keg every step you take and yeah that's true nothing against the environment i mean it was was one of the all-time best sporting environments i've ever been in maybe the best but sadly it was the end of the run we picked our spot you know that series against boston god it's fuzzy but you feel like every game was a one-goal game. I think it probably was. Triple H and your memory with CBJ things is a little better than mine, but they were in all of those games. Yeah, they, they were they well played. Well, didn't Game 3, so the didn't Jackets get up 2-0, and then Game 3 was pretty no, close? No, the Jackets no, lost not the first one because Zach Ransky blew a tire on the blue line, and 
in overtime the in turnover? game one. Yeah. And then they won two and they got two to one? Was then, that then, it? Yes. Then the Jackets are up two to one. Okay. And then they lost the second one at home. That one might have been a close one. They lost in six. I know that. that yes. yeah, okay, that was the... the went, went back to Boston. Boston beat them like 5-3 in a crazy game, but it wasn't really close. It was kind of like the Packers-Browns game where you, you were down. You got back into it. You got back into it, and then you just got shut out in game six. Yeah. And that, so. of course, was we picked our spot, tried to get one that was late in the series, hoping that that'd be, even if the Jackets weren't clinching it, it'd be a, a big game that they'd have to win to force a game seven. And... You know, so you're zero and two at playoff games is what you're telling the good people of Columbus. Yeah, okay. Of course they. We got to keep. They didn't what win. Were you wearing at the CBJ games? That what? might matter. What were you wearing at the playoff games? Oh god, is it the same I, thing both times. Don't wear it. I couldn't tell you, man. Should I know that? That's know. something I should know. As a sports <laughs> fan, I don't know. What's funny? I'm is not I was, a jersey I was guy. thinking about I'm not what, a hockey jersey what, guy, what so it wasn't Tim, a hockey sweater. What was Tim wearing to that game four years ago? I actually had that thought, like I was going to remember. I wore the shirt. No, you want to know? I wore the shirt. They put a shirt on the seat. Everybody should buy in and wear the shirt. You know, if you're wearing a t-shirt underneath or a, a hoodie, throw. they're all like size XL, so take it, throw it on, and conform. We're trying to do a whiteout here, so put the white t-shirt on. Well, that was must have been the game you so went with on. with your son. The one we went to, we got the towels, I remember. Right, yeah. We, but the, the, we didn't get the, the t-shirt. Bruin, the Bruins game, I believe they got, the got a white t-shirt. Nice, nice. And so that's what I wore, like everybody. Yeah. For the most part. And there didn't seem like there was an empty seat in the entire building. And we were sitting. I love the seats, too. We were maybe in the second row in the upper bowl. Lower bowl. No, in the Bruins game. Oh, gotcha. Me and my son were in the second row of the upper bowl. Yeah, those are nice seats. It was a great spot. Great vantage point. So we're we're hoping to see a college football playoff. Hoping to see that team up north uh, not go any farther. Go Georgia. Yeah, the Georgia Bulldogs, they are there. They are there getting ready for the Capital One Orange Bowl. Players were saying during their first media availability today, they're fully aware of all the precautions that they have to take to keep a COVID-19 outbreak from happening with the team. But everybody's on edge, right? You've seen three bowl games. This uh, ESPN story is telling me have already been canceled. Another one is in in jeopardy. We know Miami had to bow out. They're looking for an opponent for Washington State. The Military Bowl, that was one of them that got canceled. We had the Hawaii Bowl that was canceled. And there was another one that I was reading right next to the Military Bowl that got canceled as well. Georgia defensive back Lewis Lewis, uh, Seen estimated that 98 or 99% of the team is vaccinated, but they're still wearing masks indoors. And Jordan Davis who was uh, the big, fast defensive tackle. He said, we're definitely excited to be here in Miami, but as we all know, it's a hot spot for COVID. We just got to make sure that we protect ourselves, wear the masks, enjoy the moment. Obviously, Bowl Week is great for team chemistry and getting to know each other. We're just excited to be here and have fun in Miami. So, yeah, we've, we heard all those updates from the college football playoff about how cancellations could happen, forfeitures could happen. You can move on to the national championship that way. There's even a way where... You could just win the national championship without having these games played. It's certainly not likely, as you said, with sort of everybody up to themselves now to test and report these positive tests. So, yeah, it's fascinating. Probably going to play these games, and I hope they do get played. Yeah, it's fascinating to me, Timmy, that that they're using the honor system here. They really are when you think about it. I mean, if Bryce Young tests positive, is Alabama going to sit him out if he's asymptomatic and he's vaccinated? Or are they going to say anything at all? Are they even going to be testing guys? 
uh, frankly, I don't think you should. If you're vaccinated and you're asymptomatic, why would you even be tested? So I, I don't know. There's no uniform way that they're doing this where everybody in the college football playoff is playing by the same rules. It's up to each school to take care of this. Very interesting. My guess is, Timmy, and I don't think I'm going out on a limb here, we're not going to see any major players that miss any college football playoff games due to COVID. By the way, update on some Ohio State players not playing in the Rose Bowl. Chris Olave, Ryan Day was literally sitting on a float and he did like a quick Q&A. Somebody had a microphone. They're at Disneyland, it appears to be. Your boy Pat Murphy, mm-hmm. Bruise and Buckeyes with our bearded friend on Fridays on the Buckeye Show. He was there. And no Chris Olave, no Haskell Garrett, no Nicholas Petit Frere, along with Garrett Wilson, which you already told us about. Yeah, we knew Garrett Wilson. Um, and I had heard, as we talked about in the show uh, earlier today, that you know keep an eye on Nick Petit Frere and Haskell Garrett. They, there was a chance they wouldn't play. Now we know they're not going to play. I was told Chris Olave was going to play. I don't know what changed there. Um, sounds the NFL like NFL sound. Yeah, but that was always that was always, <laughs> that was a always thing. factored in. I know, but I, w- I was he changed told his he mind. Wanted, that's I think, all. I think that's all that's it was. All and he's allowed to. Of course he is. Yeah. I mean, Chris Olave is a great young man. The fact that he came back for his senior year was fantastic. He could have left last year and easily would have been a totally. second round pick. Would not have been a first round pick, I don't think. Um, but now he will be. He bet on himself. Hey, you know what? They're, they're going to be just fine in this game. This also gives you now Jackson Smith and Jigba is a star this year. Um, obviously, he's going to be out there. And it's going to give you a chance to see a Mecca Buka, Marvin Harrison Jr., Julian Fleming, Jaden Ballard, some of these young guys that are going to have big roles next year. I'm especially high on Egbuka and Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, I think those two guys could be future stars. So Ohio State's going to be just fine in this game. What they need to do is win the battles of the line of scrimmage. That's, that's they, they've just been beaten up in the trenches too many times this year. Michigan, Oregon, even though they won against Penn State and Nebraska, those were you know single digit games where they did not win the battle of the line of scrimmage the majority of the time in those games. So I want to see a physical Ohio State team. It's too bad they're down four guys. I was hoping it would just be one, maybe three at the most. Now they're down four guys who are opting out. I don't think anybody from Utah is going to opt out. This is their Super Bowl. This is Utah's national championship. Um, but I think the players for Ohio State that are playing are highly motivated. The back page is coming up. It's man and bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Well, good afternoon. Out on your roads right now. Got an accident. Carl Road at Red Robin Road. Watch out for that area. Also, a disabled vehicle on the left shoulder of North Outer Belt eastbound at Sawmill Road and a disabled vehicle on your left shoulder of the downtown split eastbound right at the 71315 West Split. This support is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Seasoned beef with three cheese blend. Well, put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand and you're welcome. At participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only, price and participation may vary, tax extra. I'm Tim Cook for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Timmy Hall and Dave Biddle hanging out with you guys tonight. And uh, before we do the back page, 
I just want to say, I'll talk about this, of course, for the next hour and a half or so with Tyvis Powell. We're seeing the news of these guys opting out of the Rose Bowl. And look, man, times have changed, right? Rapidly. Like you could you can be bent out of shape, and I can already see it now. I can already hear you know, a certain chorus building about how COVID is keeping plenty of guys out of the game anyway, or out of these games anyway. Stinks that you could be healthy and able to play and then not do it. But I'm sorry. You know, this is just the, the system that it is. And when you are, I would hope that you could put yourselves in their shoes. And if you had a chance to be a first or second round draft pick and the substantial amount that you can earn for yourself right away just by being one of those picks. Because an NFL career, who the heck knows how it's actually going to go, right? I mean, it could be a total crapshoot, but if you position yourself with the workouts, with what you've done for Ohio State to get into that position, right then and there, first, second round, maybe an early third, whatever you want to call it, whatever's good for you, that is a significant payday that can set yourself up that can set you up for life if things in football don't work out. And it's it's a big difference if you go from being a first round talent and have that injury and then fall and topple and then maybe it doesn't work out. That's that could be huge. That could be a major thing and it is one game and it's an important game to a lot of people. I don't think it takes away from what these guys did and how they showed up for Ohio State. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I think all, I know all of these guys will be playing if Ohio State was playing in the college football playoff. Um, as you mentioned, they're all projected as first or second round picks. And we've seen it, Timmy. We saw it with Jake Butt at, at Michigan. That's an example. Um, somewhat recently, what was that? The 2016 season, the Orange Bowl. He was projected as a second round pick. Tears his ACL, his final college game, follows all the way to the sixth round, then got hurt again, never got a second contract. You know, just getting that second round uh, signing bonus. Would yeah, have been great. Yeah. Instead, he gets sixth round signing bonus, then never even gets the second contract because he got hurt again. Jalen Smith ended up being a wealthy man. He fell to the second round, got hurt against Ohio State in that Fiesta Bowl, the 2015 season, you know, fell to the second round, but he was going to be a top five pick. Um, did get a second contract, so he still became rich, but he still lost a million, uh, you know, multi millions himself. So I don't have a problem with it. I wish they were playing, but like you said, I don't have a problem with it. You ready for the back page? Let's do it. All right. Hey. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Biddle. Oh. All right, fellas. So Shannon Sharp with a, a hot take about Mike Tomlin yesterday on the Twitter machine. This came in exactly at 638 on Twitter yesterday from Shannon Sharp. Still up. It says, quote, I don't care what anyone says. For every Steelers wide receiver over the last decade to get these types of unsportsmanlike taunting penalties or exhibiting this bad behavior, that means it's coached in Pittsburgh by Mike Tomlin. He condones it. Tell me I'm lying. Now, normally I'd be sounding like a bitter Bengal fan saying this. But Who since, got the Bengals, for Cincy? since the Bengals swept the Steelers this year, there's no re- reason to be mad at him. No, no reason to be mad at the Steelers. I've noticed this. I mean, Mike Tomlin, first of all, I would take Mike Tomlin as my head coach. Full disclosure. I think he, I think he's a really good coach. There's no doubt this is taught in Pittsburgh. Shannon Sharp makes a good point, in my opinion. This is a pattern of bad behavior. And Tomlin, in my opinion, to some degree condones it. I agree with Shannon Sharp here. Yeah, I don't think he would teach this, but there's a difference 
between teaching and letting it happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, you've got to step in and put a stop to it. Who was the Bengal that picked up a cheap taunting penalty? Are you oh, watching Von that Bell. closely? Vaughn Bell a couple weeks ago? No, just just yesterday, yesterday against the Ravens. I think it was Jamar Chase. Oh, somebody, somebody, oh it probably was. Yeah, he somebody, spun it. Oh, he spun. Yeah, it was Jamar it. Chase, and he, he was on the Ravens sideline, sideline, and spun it, and then did the first down. That was a good spin too. You see a lot of guys it was spin. A beautiful. Fo- it was that a beautiful was like spin. it was like a. I mean, that was as good of a spun football as you will ever see. Jamar yeah. Chase. You know what? That I didn't have. Tough. I didn't have a. The, the one on Von no, Bell a couple weeks ago was horrible. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Don't don't put it on me for trying to sound like a no fun guy, like a stickler. I'm speaking as a football fan and someone who wants to win. You, they have made, they have said how it's going to be. I don't like it. I know nobody likes it, but you just better be careful. Is all I'm saying. You cannot let that happen if you give up a critical first down that winds up being the difference between you moving on in the playoffs or not. Please, dear God, don't let a playoff win slip away over getting in somebody's face and taunting. It's just not worth it. They've got to right? do something about it. But you're right. You know, as every coach will tell you, don't put That's the all. don't put the official in a position where they can make a call. Don't do it. Now, you don't have to agree with the rule, and I don't. I think why are you now? If someone taunts, they taunt, and that's it. Why is he? Why is the NFL putting an emphasis on this? I mean, it's dumb. just because it's they're the no dumb. fun league. Because it's the no fun. I know it's ridiculous, but they're doing it, and you just you have to be careful. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I hear it's just you. Just a warning to the players, just so they don't. And you saw when Chase ran off the field, it wasn't like guys yelling in his face. It was more like slap him on the helmet a little bit and just kind of shrug and say, "Yeah, you can't know, do that. Got to watch it, man." Now, on you a know? twenty point game, it's easy for a coach to you be were like, on their sideline. It's, it's all good. You do that in a tie game and maybe cost your team a win. The coach might not just be like, "That's okay, just don't do that anymore." Thank you, bids. Thank you, Timmy. It's been nice working with you. It it has been nice working with you. I'll see you in a year. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it won't be that long, but we'll see. I'll see Hayden uh, later this week. Merry Merry Christmas, and I'm saying that for 2022 when uh, we see each other again. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll stay here. Tyvis Powell is going to join us. The Buckeye Show is coming up next on The Fan. Fan Traffic. Good evening. Right now, there is currently an accident at the intersection of Carl Road at Red Robin Road. Be careful there. Traffic slow in all four directions. Watch out for a disabled vehicle who remains on the uh, left shoulder at this time on the downtown split eastbound at the 71315 West Split. And got an accident right now, France Road, right near Blazer Parkway. Be careful in that area. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect helps you helps your business grow. Now get 20% off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $75 or more. Explore more at your local Staples or at staplesconnect.com. Offer ends 1-1-22. Visit staplesconnect.com slash services slash printing for details. Staples Connect. I'm Tim Cook for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. From the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM. HD1 Columbus. The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... 
we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like. You're, I I too shave like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the you know coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just fine wanna, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer-loving yes, guy good. right now. I don't, <laughs> don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate, so good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 